There, see? We're recording now. Oh, in the wrong. See, I got all the settings wrong. I changed everything. There we go. Now we're better. See, riveting. I hit record and then you stop talking. What's going on? <laughs> You're welcome. I didn't think it was my show. I'm just, I'm just here. You know what? I think I've held down this show long enough. All right. It'd be nice to get a little, <laughs> share some responsibility here a little bit. I don't think so, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I already had Chris Roberts messaging me, reminding me that he keeps getting recognized as the CJR two or CWR yeah <laughs> CJR whoa yeah. CWR two from Dollar Dorks. Like people message him out of the blue on Instagram and say, "Hey, are you that guy?" Ah, yeah. I like you're welcome. I actually sent them the uh, IT guy from SNL. You're welcome. <laughs> if because that's appropriate. And, and nobody recognizes us. Yeah. 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 One day. No. One. <laughs> that was the heyday, man. Like back, back when, like I was doing YouTube, <clears throat> like really early, especially like Game Hunters or Us, or early Creepleet channel and stuff like that. And I would go to swaps. And I actually had people coming up saying, "Oh, hey, you're the Creepleet guy. I'm a fan. I watch a show. Like whatever." And then now you do podcasts and nobody cares. <laughs> Even though I show my freaking face, no one cares. <laughs> <laughs> you got to tease them a little. Oh, uh, well, that's on a different website. <laughs> to show your hands. Oh, sorry. Sorry. That's also on a different website. I show my feet on a different website. I show my yeah. butt on a different website. That's all. Yeah. <laughs> I have to shred. I got to yeah. <laughs> I got to spread my assets, you know. <laughs> ah, uh, that's a different website too. Exactly. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh boy. So we're talking about VHS tapes. You're showing me your fancy VHS station that you posted on Twitter, but that I actually saw you first before Bill gets mad. You're overblown. You're, oh. You're way up here, and you got to be down here a little bit. Sorry. 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 I think your gain's just too high. But I haven't moved it. Well, something's changed. Let me try this. The auto gain on this thing, but... I How's that? Is that better? Worse? Better? Worse? The same. Oh. Well, I don't know what to do about that. All right. Well, talk about your Twitter thing while I mess with this. Sure. I, I, what Twitter thing? I don't remember what you're talking your about. Your VHS oh, my, recording station. Okay. So, because I redid my desk, I had to, of course, redo my uh, VHS recording area. Because the chair, the custom desk I was using before with chair built in had a spot behind it where I just stacked up my bins that had my GoPro stuff in it. And on top of that was the VCRs, like five VCRs or something. I think it was six at one time. But um, I was thinking because I changed the whole desk around with the standing desk, I really need to get some place to put all those VCRs. And it'd be really nice if it was one of those like old school stereo cabinets where you put all your stereo equipment in because they tend to hold VCR as well. Well, when I started looking at it, well, looking it up, I noticed that they're actually quite deep and too deep for the area where they'd be, or most of them were. So after some digging, I found one in Guelph and it was $40 and the guy was responsive. So I, I was like, sure, I'm going to go to Guelph. And at the same time, I arranged to pick up a pinata for my daughter's birthday from Guelph as well. Because <laughs> if you're going to drive half an hour to go somewhere, pick up something, you might as well get two things. Make it so, worth it, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, I get there and I message the guy. I'm like, oh, sorry, I forgot to message you five minutes before I left or before I got here because that's what he asked me to do. But of course, I was driving in a new area in Guelph and I'm like, I have no idea what corner I'm taking. Yeah. Crap. So I didn't message until I parked till I parked there and I parked and said I'm here waited five minutes message him saying I just parked in like this spot on this side of the building and here's the spot number no reply oh I waited over 10 minutes no reply I waited another 10 minutes no reply and then the girl who I was going to pick up the other thing from was about 15 minutes away from there but still luckily in Guelph and I went to his place first so I messaged him and said I'm going to go pick up something else yeah. Be right back. So I did. And then within five minutes after that, he messaged me saying, sorry, I was busy. Blah, 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 blah. I missed. I didn't check my phone. Like you knew I was coming. Whatever. The exact <laughs> time I even arrived four minutes early. Like anyway, it doesn't matter. Went picked the other thing. Came back. He was apologetic. He was nice. He helped me load into the car. Um, so it's a Technics brand like stereo cabinet, but it's not mm -hmm. too deep. A lot of them, like I said, are way too deep. This one's like 21 inches or something like that, I think. Um, so or 19, I forget. But anyway, it, it fits five VCRs nicely, right? It's five I've gotten here, two, four, five, no, six. Six VCRs in there. Wow, geez. Yeah. So <laughs> they're not all hooked up to the PC at one time because capture cards are a pain in the butt. But especially if you unplug everything and then plug it all back in, nothing works. Nothing works again, yeah. Just like my mic, which I haven't unplugged and it still doesn't work. So. <laughs> but you breathed on it. <sighs> yeah, I know. <laughs> That's a different website, too. <laughs> heavybreathing.com <laughs> <laughs> yeah wow. so i picked up the cabinet set it up and it's got i've got it right here beside me or behind me here hooked up to my old pc which is my streaming pc or my computer my son's pc and a monitor hooked up to that that's four by three monitor because why not why not it's got a uh, composite no god yeah composite the old crappy video input yeah input on the monitor so oh, okay so you can hook it directly into it then I can hook it directly to the VCR if I'm troubleshooting problems, which I was doing the other day. So nice. Yeah. yeah. It's cool. It's the same one I use for arcade, my arcade machine upstairs, same model of monitor. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the one that had the scratch in it. Yeah. This one, yeah. Has the scratch. When you, turn it on, you don't see it at all. <laughs> you don't see so, it. But the one upstairs is in perfect condition and I got it from a guy I know. So yeah. Yeah. So what are you doing with all these VHS tapes now? I don't know. <laughs> I've, got the, I, I've got all the ones that are set aside for the guy that's in Toronto that yeah. trading tapes back and forth. He's just, he's told me he has too many tapes to go through. He's also changing jobs. So he won't be working from home anymore because he was working from home in the office where he does the recording. So he's able to just, you know, switch tapes over and over all day. And he only has one VCR going because he wants yeah. crazy high quality. So, and he also takes photos of, like I said, photos of everything. Yeah, yeah. Keeps the labels and all the sleeves he folds up and all this stuff. So he actually just did a video on it on his YouTube channel. He did like a behind the scenes thing because I'd mentioned that the other guy that I know in Kitchener that does it, the tape collect tape, tape keeper guy, did it behind the scenes, and that's the guy in Toronto was very interested in that and did what did his own and integrated it into his regular show, which is kind of cool. Cool. Yeah. So he's he's. He wants them, but he doesn't have room for them right now, and he's not making his way through tapes very well. So, as I was saying and got sidetracked, he's changing <laughs> jobs for five months where he'll be going into an office every day, so he doesn't have time to record tapes as fast as he has been, which is yeah. still slow because <laughs> he wants it high quality. I don't be blame him. I slower. Just yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be even slower, and I've got a stack of 
boxes of tapes here, so I don't know what to do, whether I hold on to them for him or get rid of some or I don't know. I, I had luck selling the other ones dirt cheap before, so yeah. I, mean, I think I did t- 10 bucks for, for 40 tapes, I think, was what I ended up doing. So yeah, I'm sure someone wants them. Sold five boxes of those. So, And those oh. were actually from the guy in Toronto. He had already done them, so he didn't need them back. Yeah, mm. perfect. Yeah, <laughs> in a way. I just wish I could give these to him as well, because I do want him to archive them. It'd be cool. I mean, yeah. it sucks a little bit that I'm giving them to someone else who's recording commercials but at the same time he does it in a different format so yeah i think it's i think it's fine if he was competing with me the same way as the guy in kitchener is where he repeat just records just the commercial posts it no ads like no youtube ads and all that stuff then yeah it'd be different but even that guy i'd still probably be happy to trade tapes with because it takes me so long to get through (laughs) yeah yeah so i heard you say you went to a, a, a vhs swap at yeah, some point, yesterday what? I went to it was basically oh, yesterday. Like, wow, yeah, it was basically a garage sale, but they take people like vendors with VHS tapes, mostly horror VHS tapes, and you can just set up a table of your own and your chairs and sell. So I didn't sell, I went to go check it out. I tried to check it out last year, I think, but just didn't get around to it, or something came up. Mm-hmm. And I, I did tweet out about it, but I don't, I didn't go at all. So this time we actually went, my wife and I, the kids were being taken care of by her mother because we were going out anyway. Uh, so we went to this thing, we checked out the tables. There was like five or six vendors there. They did have a good selection. Like I was very close to grabbing you. Um, oh my God. Wild at heart on VHS for a dollar. <laughs> That was very close. No idea. It was something else I was going to grab for you too, and I forget what it was. I was very close to grabbing that too, and I think it, it, that bin was like, uh, was it three tapes for ten dollars, maybe? So it's not as good of a deal, but it was still decent. Still. And there was also Blind Fury VHS sealed. Oh wow! For Bill, yeah, he would have loved that. Sealed. I was tempted. <laughs> I know he already has it on VHS, but I don't believe he has it sealed. Yeah. But these guys had a lot of tapes and a lot of interesting stuff, like from run of the mill stuff to very rare, very odd, weird horror movies. There's <laughs> porn there. God, I mean, like, you can't, can't not have seen, it there. You ever seen big box VHS tapes? Cause I've never seen that before. Yep. Yeah, I have. And, and it was all porn. I think <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't I had exactly- two, take a deep look in the box but the one on top that they had set out for like showing off what it was was like looked like debbie does dallas or something like that. <laughs> that's funny i had two jackie chan big box vhs's oh. i sold it the toronto swap for you for like a dollar i just put them out okay yes, I those now. yeah these, boxes, these boxes were even bigger than that i think oh even bigger than that okay yeah like a big box vhs they're big box pc game size okay yeah this wasn't that big but yeah yeah, I remember what you're talking about now because I do remember seeing them because I debated on grabbing those. <laughs> you didn't have to pay me; could have just Not taken that them. I need them. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't. Wow. I used to have a collection of uh, Jackie Chan movies on DVD when um, Future Shop, which is similar to Best Buy, they're now owned by Best Buy, had the, the like bargain bin, like the ten dollar DVD bin. Yeah, and. On that VHS tape, or on that uh, DVD tape, was clearly like VHS rips 
of Jackie Chan movies, and there was like five movies on one DVD. <laughs> <It was> terrible <laughs> quality, so bad. Of course. Yeah. Man, I had. I remember buying like a five pack Jackie Chan VHS tapes back before I realized that they would just kind of take whatever they would take like his really old movies. Hey, and a new rush hour movie came out. Here's all Jackie Chan movies. And I'm like, Oh sweet. They're all like rush hour. Nope. They're all like really old and he's really young. And I, like I, ones, I, I, I grew to like them. But oh, okay. when I first watched them, I'm like, what the heck is this? <laughs> okay. So, yeah, but that's Walmart for you. Speaking of swaps, yeah. I went to the Bear Game Exchange. You did. I forgot you did. You didn't go. <laughs> didn't go. That's okay. I, I... home and save money because I'm still not working. <laughs> we'll get there. <laughs> I mean, you could have still come. I was driving, and you could have just come and hung out. I still have to pay to get in. Ah, I'm well. not going to buy anything either is the other thing. So. Yeah, I'm sure we could have snuck you in the back. It's not... <laughs> <laughs> hey, Hodge. <laughs> um, yeah, went to the Bear Game Exchange. I got there a little bit late, so I took my oldest son with me uh, just to kind of expose him to kind of like the world that I'm a part of, that I do. I, I was trying to explain to him, I'm like, oh, we're going to, a, I can't say a video game show, because then he thinks we're watching a show. Mm. And then, so I, I, he doesn't know what an expo is or a swap, like, doesn't make sense to him. So I was like, I was trying to make it like, trying to explain it. So I said, we're going to a video game market. Because mm. he figured out what a market was. Yeah. So... We took him there. I was try again trying to explain to him what it was. It's like a bunch of video games everywhere, and so he just thought like we were like I think he was I think he was thinking an an arcade. He's never been to an arcade, but I think that's what he thought it was going to be something like. So, but anyways, we you know the night before he went through his piggy bank and he got all his coins out and we counted up everything and I exchanged his coins for bills. Um. We went to Walmart and bought him a wallet so that he could put, you know, his bills in a wallet and not have to carry around, you know, his piggy bank in his backpack or something. So, you know, it was, it was a, it was quite the process just to get everything set up and ready to go. So, <clears throat> but yeah, got it. We got there a little bit late. So he had his, he's in martial arts in the mornings on Saturdays. So we left at like basically 11, two and a uh, hours to get there so we got there about 1 one thirty ish okay. a little bit later than i wanted to be and he was one basically when i got there two hours to get there so got in a little bit late but that's okay still managed to get around and then right you know first tables right at the front i actually walked right past them this is the reason i don't really like being right the first tables walked past bill and joe they're right there <laughs> so <clears throat> i walked past turn around and then i saw them I'm like oh there they are so i walked over to see them and uh you know bill's got his tvs up for sale and he's got you know vhs is running on them and you know he's just he put a picture up on his uh instagram i think did he yeah he said that people like people were watching and admiring his tvs because of stuff playing on them yeah that well that's kind of how i wanted to do it too right with the cars tvs so <laughs> so um 
Yep, yeah, met with them, talked for a little bit, and then pre- proceeded to take my son kind of walking through to kind of show him everything. I didn't really know what I was looking for, but I figured this would be a good spot to kind of do some Wii U hunting. Considering I'm not vending, this is a big thing, is I wasn't selling at this ex- at this exchange. I just went to be a customer. Years. I couldn't tell you the last time that I went just to look around. So it was a nice... It was a nice change of pace, to be honest. Um, yeah, so I went through and found... <clears throat> the first thing I bought was Shantae Half Genie Hero for Wii U. Okay. Which I bought for a pretty decent price, considering what it goes for. I bought it for 20 or 30 less than what it goes for, so... Good deal. Uh, and then my son saw, you know, he started seeing pixel art, the Perler Beads, Magnet oh, Perler Beads. Yeah. He's like he he was just all into it. He was playing Kirby all the way up to the to the ex, or to, up to Barry. So he saw he saw Kirby Perler uh, magnet. So he's like, I want that. Like that's the first thing he he pointed to. You got one I made years ago. <laughs> well, there you go. Start. I don't know how to sell them, but they're not. I don't know how you make money. Yeah, I don't know how you make money on them. Long time to make. You almost gotta. Ha- you got to be like you. You got to make like a CNC thing where you can just boop, boop, like machine them out mm. kind of thing. But or a pick and place where it grabs the bead, the right colored bead, and puts it in. Yeah, there. like three D print them and just you know. Yeah. This color here, this color here. Here's the grid. The guys Go. Will just three D print it. <laughs> Get more detail and. Yeah, I guess. Less work. So, but anyways, yeah, it was that was his first experience of buying something. Was okay. That's what you want. Okay, here you take it. Take it to the lady. She tells you how much it was. It was $5. So then he, you know, had to get his money out and pay her and get changed. You know, this is the whole transaction. And he was just kind of like, okay, this here, that. So it was, it was kind of cute to sit him, sit there and just kind of watch him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did it with my it. son years ago too. Yeah. Cause he's older, right? He's older now. Yeah. Now he's selling at your table. See? So yeah, he, loved it. <laughs> he, was, he still talks about that. Not just, not just because of the experience, but also because he made money and he loves that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had friends over today. <clears throat> my daughter had, was at a birthday party, was at two birthday parties. So my wife said we should just probably have some of his friends over. So he came, some friends came over for a couple hours, basically played Fortnite the whole time with them, me and the three boys. Mm-hmm. But uh, on the way up the stairs, my son shows them the Skylanders he has for sale and tries to sell them all. <laughs> Good for him. He's like, that one's that one's eight dollars. You could have it for five. <laughs> <laughs> Way to go! You, go. <laughs> you pat him on the back. That's my boy. <laughs> yeah, the guy was the kid was excited, but I'm like, do you have a Skylanders game? He's like, no, they're just really cool. I'm like, all right. So later on, the kid decided his parents probably wouldn't let him buy them. So probably, yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, then I met up, uh, actually while we were buying the magnet, um, Canadian Retro, Troy, previous guest on this channel, he, uh, <clears throat> came up behind me, he was just, he just started talking to me, <laughs> he was just like, oh, hey, there you are, blah, 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 and I was like, I, I, it took me a second to even realize who was talking to me, <laughs> I think he thought that I saw him earlier, but I didn't, he just, <laughs> so it was really funny, anyways, <clears throat> so yeah, we walked around, I, he, he does a thing where like he he's basically already gone around the show floor twice already he's bought everything that he wants so now he wants to know what i want so then he goes around the show looking for me exactly yeah yeah <laughs> yeah 
So I gave him a couple of games and we couldn't, I couldn't find them anywhere. I checked all the booths, nothing, unless they were hiding somewhere, but yeah, are already sold. Yeah. But even the people I asked, they're like, nope, don't even, yeah, no, no. who knows? Um, they did have a, what's it called? San Francisco rush. I think it's 2049. They had the arcade. So it's like eight arcade oh. machines all on their own. They're all linked. So you can all go in and play together and race. That's so awesome. that was fun for my, my kiddo to do that. So I, we did, we did a couple races to start and then we went back out looking and then right at the end of the show, before they closed down, we went back and raced like two or three times, like Troy, me and my son and two other kids. So Troy didn't have his kid or his wife there. No, no, he was solo. So I've got uh, uh, two original Xbox racing wheels in the garage that I want to someday do two TVs, two Xboxes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do it. <laughs> um, so didn't again, just bought like little things here and there. Uh, nothing too bit. But then at the end of the show, near the end of the show, about half an hour left, uh, there was one of the booths that I walked by that had a, like a massive Wii U selection. And it just looked like a father and son team. They're just there selling their stuff. So I went up and I was just like, so, Hey, like I'm trying to complete my Wii U set. If I create, if I get a big pile here, will you give me a discount? He said, sure. So I went through and just picked some games out of the stack. And a lot of them were pretty fairly priced. Um, but uh, I'm not going to tell you all the games that I got. But let's. Th- there's a heavy hitty, a heavy hitter in there <laughs> that I didn't see until the end. So uh, yeah, and it's Funky uh, Burn. That's, that's I already got that one. You sent that one to me a long time ago. So. Okay, I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember. I knew I got it for somebody, and I couldn't remember who. Yeah. No, I bought it and sold on eBay. No, but you sold. You sent. You found a listing and sent it to me, and then I went oh, and bought it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't remember what I've done anymore half the time. <laughs> it's not my spreadsheet or it's not my memory and then it's not my memory or yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was good. Huge stack of Wii U games. A couple of, uh, I think I bought one Xbox one game, two Xbox 360 games and like a whole stack of Wii U games. So was Troy buying modern, modern older games still. He was going for Xbox one games. Yeah. So yeah. modern but old. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what he was doing last last one. That's what he was doing this time. I saw him and he just held up a plastic bag, clear plastic bag, and just full of Xbox One games that he got for ten bucks or less. So Yeah, he's happy that he can get modern games that he's never played, but they're older, so they're cheap. Mm-hmm. New to yeah. him, right? Yeah. This it's the this is the time to buy Xbox One yeah. and three sixty and PS3 games. Down. Yeah. 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 So not bad, not good for me trying to sell them, but you know. Hey. <laughs> so, but yeah, it was a good show. And then afterwards, we uh, convinced Bill to come to dinner with us. Still couldn't, we couldn't convince Joe. We tried, yeah. but so between me and my son and Troy and Bill, we went out for dinner just to St. Louis, just where you and uh, Cynthia and I and Sean went to last time. Yeah. A year ago, essentially, yeah. So, yeah, we yeah. sat in the same booth that we sat. <laughs> Not a lot so. of changes. <laughs> Not a lot of changes. That's right. So, uh, but yeah, so I didn't sell this show because I am 
planning on selling. I am. I'm not planning. I am selling at the Toronto Game Expo at the end of October, October 28th. So if you're in Toronto and you're listening to this podcast, oh, thank you. I forgot to put it on. I had to remove it because I don't exactly want that on for job interviews. Oh, why not? It might create a... <laughs> One person did immediately say, you look like you're going to record a podcast because I had the microphone on the boom arm and the headphones. <laughs> <laughs> and you said, how did you know? <laughs> I know? No, I said nothing. I said nothing. <laughs> I do not I'm, I'm what you would call an expert. And I don't want my work and, and, and hobby lives colliding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, Bear Game Exchange is good. Come to Toronto Expo the end of October, October twenty eighth, Queen Elizabeth Theater in Toronto. Yeah, that'll be fun. Come and buy I'll my be stuff. They're helping you. You will be there helping me. I'm signed on for life to help you sell my things. <laughs> <laughs> no, not your things anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's look familiar to me. So I still have some crap here too, but. I got, um, what am I to say? I got, um, Troy. Troy's probably going to come help at the show as well. And then he was showing me his greasy trunk deals. And he was like, you know, if you want stuff. And I said, you know what? Like, honestly, for the price that I would give you for them, you could probably just get full price. I'm like, bring, if you're helping me at the show, then come and like, bring them to the table, like throw them on. Like I did. Yeah, I don't think I don't. I don't really care if we have space for it. Why not? Like they're consoles, yeah. they'll bring people to the table. So, and if they're reasonably priced, like you and he have them, like they'll go. So, yeah. So, yeah. that's the plan. Um, I did hear or see on the Toronto Game Expo page that Adam Korolik is coming to the Toronto Game Expo. Page. Expo, Expo, yeah. Keep saying Toronto Game Exchange, but it's Toronto Game Expo. <laughs> yes. yeah. He was at the one Waterloo swap. He was at the Waterloo, Waterloo swap. Yeah. yeah, Pete. Pete invited him, and yeah. I do have his signature on my NES Blue Card of Fame. Yeah. But anyways, he is the he's the Xbox guy. So now I'm kind of obligated. I have to bring that Django console because I'm sure he'll want to see that. Yeah. <laughs> And I have to also make a frame. He's mostly a Dreamcast guy. He's mostly Dreamcast, but he love he he is going for a complete original Xbox. Is he? Console, yeah. Um, I have to make a frame for the Django poster because I'm not allowed to tape anything to the wall there. <laughs> so I'm thinking, I'm just gonna get like some PVC pipe that I can just kind of poke together, and I can lean that up against the wall. Okay. Because plywood's the other option, but that's too hard to transport. Yeah, too hard to transfer and turn. Yeah, I'm just gonna make like a skeleton PVC frame, I think. Yeah. And then I can tape it to that, sit it up on some chairs and lean it against the wall. Yeah, Something like that. Bottom to it if you do that. Just I probably would line. just for I probably would just for rigidity. Okay. But it's not like PVC is that expensive, so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. But I gotta measure it. He, he is much shorter than I expected. And that's kind Adam of Korlick? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I just never expected it. Yeah. No, 
Not that it matters. I guess it's short. <laughs> <laughs> just, just throwing shade on a short person here. I can't remember if he's taller than me or not. I don't <laughs> well, we'll find out in October. Yeah. yeah. Maybe if I get out of the chair and walk around at all. <laughs> see how busy we are because that last one was ridiculous there was yeah, there's no there's no let up no there was no chill <laughs> it was go 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 but it'd be nice to get you know if we have more people than we need then you know we can actually take a break you know you can go off or my wife can go off or Troy can go off Cynthia can go off whatever I probably won't leave but that's fine I don't need to buy anything else so Bill is still gonna penalize you for this audio Oh, well, I, I'm I'm back. I'm pulled away. I turned my gain down. I don't understand what to do. Like you're peaking and it starts to distort. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm sorry, Bill. I've changed. Oh, Mike, no. It's not. It's not the. <laughs> it's not. It's I the wrong mode. One. No, you're not on the wrong. That shouldn't matter anyway. Everything's For all there. I know mine's terrible. I have no idea. I don't listen to my own. You listen to your own, and you still can't get it right. Yeah. Hold on. Let me. Uh, how's that? Is that better? Worse or better? I can't tell yet. You got to be louder, I guess. Okay. I I'll try that. Not, it's still there. Ah, uh, I changed. I don't know why I have two Yeti mics on here, but that might be the problem. How about that? Is that better? Seems the same, I think. But no, oh, well, we'll see. I'll be a little louder. <clears throat> I'm sh I will get there. I'm sure I'll get louder at some point. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I I got a list of things that uh, happened to me. So you you jump in here. How's the job hunt going? Well, how's the job hunt? Last we talked, we were waiting for a job offer. What happened with yeah, that? I I received the job offer, and they lowballed me. Oh, I think they were planning on this the whole time, because when I was when I was first talking to them, the very first call with the guy, I told him what I was expecting to make. And he said, oh, that might be difficult. We have software developers that make around that and it might just be hard to get that. But then he never mm -hmm. mentioned it again. He told me the salary range they expected. I was basically at the very top of the range. Yeah. And. I'm worth it. I know I'm worth it. I know my capabilities are worth it. Um, and other jobs that I've seen verify that. So anyway, um, they came in at like 20% under that. Oof. And with worse benefits than I was receiving before. Yeah. And he and he came into it. They, they also offered it in a weird way. Like they said, oh, we'll give you a job description and an offer letter on whatever the, the Thursday didn't come the Friday didn't come then the Tuesday because it was a holiday Monday he had called me and said it was going to come on the Tuesday and when he sent it there was no job description it was just a title which was like product or product verification and customer support so very generic title that doesn't really describe what I'd be doing it's mm -hmm. like describes like I don't know 30 percent of what I'd be doing so anyway it doesn't matter it's uh uh, th that I came back to him after he gave me that and I said as we discussed the first time this is what I was expecting to be making uh, which is what I was making in my last role I'm not asking for anything higher I just wanted to be at the same and then I said also um, in my last role I had these benefits and explained like RSP matching and 
yearly bonus that was variable depending on performance and uh, other stuff. And yeah. he, I, I, I said it as polite as possible, very professional, like this is what I was at. And I said, I don't know if you have some similar benefits or if you can get to that same number or not. And his response was, we can't do that. Thanks anyway. That was the okay. entire response. I, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was essentially that. Okay. It's like, really? You're not even going to try? Yeah. So you guys were just trying to low mall me the, for the first place. And it was a, a, a very even number, like straight on an even yeah. number. So they were, I think they were just trying to low ball knowing that I was not working. So let's try to get them. Yeah. And I'd still have to be freaking driving to Ottawa one week out of every month. So yeah, they suggested taking the, the train and they said they'd pay for it and they'd pay for the hotel, but still. Yeah. Yeah. Still. Mm -hmm. So after that fell through, there was a couple other that seemed interesting, but then they fell through as well. And now I'm interviewing for th three actively. There's one that I don't think is going to come through. The one where I had worked previously, that guy is just dragging his feet and hoping for somebody who has previous experience with the product. He's not going to find somebody with previous experience with the product. They, they all work there already. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I interviewed for one that's like a, a sales people software program for salespeople to manage their accounts, uh, supporting that. And another one was, uh, what is this product again? I can't remember anymore. It's been a while since I talked to them. But anyway, that one, I, I'm waiting to hear back from them. They said the next step would be like a, a take-home test, basically. And then oh. the other one, I already had uh, the HR interview, then the technical interview. And then they said the next step would be a take-home test. And at the end of the technical interview, I mentioned the take-home test to the guy who's a team lead that I was interviewing with. And I'd be basically becoming his partner, his other team lead, and helping him manage the team. And at the end of the call, I, I said, like, so the next step is a take-home test thing or whatever you want to call it. And uh, he said, yeah, that's right. If we if we decide to proceed, that will be the next step. And just the way he was talking and also the way a couple of the questions went that were very development focused, mm -hmm. I, just, I was just like, no, he's he's not going to call me back. He has no interest at all. This is not this is not going anywhere. Yeah. He was polite and he was good and he was very nerdy, which I can relate to. But, <laughs> uh, but he he just uh, didn't sound like he was interested anymore. Uh, and the question and questioning still went through like he sounded like he answered. He went through the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. We went through the whole thing at the very beginning. He said, this is booked for an hour, but usually I only have 45 minutes worth of material. So it's probably only going to take 45 minutes. It was exactly 49 minutes when he said, like, do you have anything else? Or we, you know, basically done. And I already asked the questions I had. So I figured he was giving up on me. But the next day I got an email from the HR person saying we're proceeding to the next step and here's your take home test. So oh, I'm wow. now working on that. And, uh, I, I did it that night, but I want to still tweak it a bit. Um, and it's, it's, um, in advertising, like online advertising industry. Okay. So I needed to study and learn and stuff like that. And it's JavaScript is all it's about is basically programming JavaScript. So, uh, I happened to be at a party last night, a birthday party for a friend of mine who has his own small business or his own startup. And uh, he has friends who are all technical. And one of them happens to be a developer in advertising online. 
Oh, so wow. I mentioned okay. to him about this <laughs> test and he's like, oh yeah, I can help you with this. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to cheat, but if you have any tips at all, like, let me know what you think. And I yeah. showed him what I'd written and he's like, yeah, it's JavaScript's terrible. No one can write it well. It's all bad. He's just criticizing JavaScript. But then he gave me a couple tips. Like one of them was like, if you make a decision when you're writing the program to do a thing a certain way, just write a sentence explaining why you did it that way and your your explanation and any assumptions you may have made. And therefore, if you're wrong, at least they understand why you did it. And that might give you some credibility as to like, I understand his logic, right? Not just you write a program and it doesn't work right or it's not what they expected or it's not the best way to do it. And yeah. they don't understand why you did it that way. So I am going to do that still. So that's for me to do tomorrow during, you know, office hours. <laughs> Quote unquote, yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. And I have until Friday to finish it. So there's no hurry, but I would like to be a little impressive and have it done in one day. So, yeah. Even but still, that. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's two questions we're programming and three questions I think were like scenario based. Like, pretend you received this email from a customer. What would you do? Kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Kind of cool. Interesting. Like kind of stuff. And the programming ones were written neat because it's not something you can easily just put into chat GPT and have an answer. So. <laughs> they probably or do that like, for a reason now. Or, or Google it and be like, hey, Google, give me code for this. No, it's like very specific to what they do. So, yeah. Neat. Yeah. That's cool. Mm -hmm. So that, that one seems promising. Uh, they know what I expect to be paid as well. So yeah. <laughs> But uh, yeah, and I had another one that was a uh, local business that was pretty cool. They were like, um, they make traffic cameras that watch traffic and intelligently map the paths of traffic and predict accidents and help with traffic flow. And the company also does, uh, they have like GPS for controlling traffic lights for fire trucks and police and stuff like that. Okay. And yeah. And city buses as well. And, uh, it just, it was just not the right role. When I got talking to the guy, he was excited to talk to me and I impressed him. But as soon as we came to pay, he's just like, oh, we're only budgeted for this much for the role. It's a very introductory, like junior role, not a senior role. I'm like, okay, well, <laughs> keep me in mind. He's like, oh, absolutely. And he added me to LinkedIn right away. So he seems <laughs> like he's actually interested in getting me there, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Yes. As long as I get a job before my severance is done. <laughs> The ideal. I don't want to go to unemployment. I have not needed unemployment in 20 years. I don't really want to have to. No, if you don't want to. Yeah, it's such a pain in the butt to apply for it and go through and the steps. I, when I got laid off, I applied for it because I didn't know how it worked with severance. I wasn't yeah. sure if they considered that or not. And my wife's like, just go for it. What are they going to do? Say no? So, of course, I applied for it. And that's basically what happened is they, they did the calculation to figure out how much time I was paid for with my severance and then they'll start uh, the, I can reapply after that. But at least that also gave me the date that they believe I can reapply here. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Job search. <laughs> I get stats at all at what I, what I've done. Cause I ever, did I give how many jobs I applied to or not? You did last, but it's probably more since then. Yeah, I don't remember what it was last time. I don't remember exactly, but... Maybe like 80 or something? I, anyway, it was a lot. It was impressive. So it's 180 now. Oh. <laughs> and I started writing custom cover letters as well. 
Okay. Just to try and justify why I'm there. I'm I'm using ChatGPT's help to write the code. <laughs> I hate writing fluff, but I'm I'm basically putting in my resume, putting in the job description. ChatGPT is helping me, you know, put the two together and yeah. make a cover letter. But I'm tweaking the hell out of the whole thing because I don't. ChatGPT is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> it just takes the wording verbatim. It also says you have qualifications you don't have. So you, you cannot just trust it. You can't just all. trust it. Yeah. Not even close. Yeah. So anyway, uh, applied for 180 jobs, uh, interviewed for 12. No on 47 jobs, which is either I said no or they said no. Uh, and still interviewing for four jobs and no reply on 133 jobs. Wow. And I've 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 tracked in my spreadsheet 364 jobs that were like considering. Like I looked at it and it looked interesting, but then I'd copy into my spreadsheet with like here's the company, here's the job title, here's the link, here's the location, and then I'd give a note for myself or the pay range if it's there, and I give a note for myself as to why this may not be a good fit, and basically yeah. talk myself out of some of them because it's like I don't want to be an account manager. I want to stay technical. So I'll just write that in there. Like it looks like they really want a lot of account management experience or they really want 12 years experience in project management skills and stuff like that. So like, or even uh, the, the shift would be 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Pacific time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 7 a.m. till 6 p.m. Eastern time. i like, no, I don't really want to do that. So if I can avoid that, that'd be great. So, yeah. So there's 364 jobs in that in that list of like maybe I'll take this I'll apply to this no never mind I won't so dang yeah it's all the ones I did and didn't and some of them I applied to twice <laughs> there's a lot of places that say I mean if you're gonna apply just make sure it's like once a once every two weeks or something like that so I, I applied like once uh, in two once every month for those two jobs that I was like this would be a good fit so. And the first time I applied, I didn't do a cover letter either. So, because I, I didn't do a cover letter for the first like 120 time things that I applied for, because I hate cover letters. They're terrible. Yeah. But I, I think now that their place is to let the HR person who is maybe non-technical or doesn't know that role specifically see where you fit in and where your previous experience on your resume can make you work in that job well. Yeah. So that's basically what I'm using it for. Yeah. Just a brag. I hate it. I hate <laughs> That's it. all it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's your job search update. Dang. It's <laughs> a lot. I've, this, this is so like weird. Like, I've never had an office job. And all, every job I've had, every job I've had, I've had one interview for and had a job offer at the end of that interview. <laughs> right. Like I've interviewed for jobs and some jobs and never gotten them or had two interviews and never gotten the job. But, mm -hmm. and this last I, job I had an off, I had an offer to work there before I even had an interview. <laughs> <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like I insisted on the interview. So it's just so. I thought this one in Ottawa was going to be. Yeah. So it's just such. I've only Before this, I only ever applied to one job and didn't get it. Wow. Yeah. And, and same with interviewing. Oh, no, two, because there's one that I applied for. Then they told me the scope of it would be huge. And a friend of mine that worked there is like, ask for tons of money. So I did. And they're like, no. So that that one was also, and that was eight years ago now. But uh, prior to that, there's only one job. And it was a promotion at a company I worked for when I worked at BlackBerry. I applied, but 
like I said, I think I said this before, my team was, my group of people that I started with were all really good. I think it was eight of us and we were just all really good and someone else got it. And I, yeah. Yeah. Probably helps that she was married to the manager. (laughs) Sounds like a conflict of interest. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we won't get into that too much. That is uh, very old. And they were also very nice people. I do like them, but. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. I've uh since we last talked, I have trained somebody. Mm. And, they wanna, quit. and they quit. Yep. I was gonna say, <laughs> do you wanna <laughs> I was like, do you wanna flip a coin? Do you wanna take a guess if they're still with us not or not? Necessary. I don't know. <laughs> I already know. This is ridiculous, man. I don't understand. I spent okay. I spent a week in the truck with this guy. Like he, he did one day ride along with me. So I show him the job. Then he was, it was like off the long weekend. Then he was with me on Tuesday and he was driving. And then he started driving the truck. Right. And I'm explaining everything. Went through all the rest of the week, went through Monday. <clears throat> he was still not at where I wanted him to be. Right. He was still a little bit slower, but at some point, I have to, you, you know, it's sink or swim. You've got to, you got to let him go on his own and he's got to figure it out because that's how I learned. I'm not saying everyone should learn that way, but if, if, if the safety net is always there, he never takes a risk. Right. And then he always looks to me for confirmation, that kind of thing. So it got to the point where like we would get up to a bin that we'd have to pick up and I'd say, okay, you know what to do. And I would get out of the truck and I would walk across the street. I could still watch him, but I wasn't right there for him to talk to him to, to make sure that he was doing it right. But he was still like, you know, looking over to me, you know, giving, is this, is this good? This good? Like thumbs up, you know, like he wanted affirmation. I'm just like, dude, just, I'm not here. I'm not here. I'm Do here it. when you, I'm here when you're about to break something. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm still watching. I, <laughs> I will run over if you're going to break something, but. And then, you know, after then he gets everything and he's done and then I'd get up and I'm like, okay, this is what you forgot. You know, we'd go through next time, yeah. you know, and we'd go through everything. And then the, the next step, the next place, he'd remember the things that I taught him, but then he'd forget something else that he did before. You know what I mean? Like it was always something. It was never, like never a perfect run, right? It was always something. Yeah. Anyway, so finally just said, you know what? You know, you've got to kick him out of the nest. He's got to go. So he went out on his own for three, I think he was by himself for three days. Then he suddenly, I don't know if he got like a complex or something like that, but he started having like attitude problems with dispatch. Oh, interesting. Saying, why do I have to do that? Why is that my job? And I'm like, dude, you're the new kid on the block here. Everybody has to do this, but right now you're doing it because you need to practice to do this. So, yeah. And then he called in sick the next day. And then the next day he said, I've got life things going on. I can't work right now and deal with my life stuff. So interesting. Yeah. But I mean, we spent like the week that I spent with him normal. If this was a normal case scenario, I would have cut him sooner. Like I would have let him go, but because I got to know him, he'd had a rough life. He was getting out from like, a bad job. He's trying to get a new job. He's trying to get stability in his <clears throat> in what's going on. So I'm just like, okay, like I'll give you an extra chance. Like I'll I'll give you longer to try to help you get through this, you know. And 
Anyway, so this is what I get for... Even my boss said, how's he doing? I'm like, he's not where I want him to be, but he'll get there. Like, let's not, I'm not giving up on him yet. <laughs> so, but now we know if it takes, if it takes longer than four days, he's got to go. Like, it's not, it's not that complicated of a job. There's always, there's always things you're always learning, but it's never, the process is still the same regardless of what you're doing. So, <laughs> that was, that was a bit of a, felt bad on on my end like i'd put so much work into women <laughs> yeah and and put faith into it working out in the end too yeah <clears throat> so i am down i went so with him leaving i'm down to now a 25 percent success rate i was at 50 percent, but now i'm at 25 like the problem is you i clearly <laughs> you guys should obviously just hire my dad because he wants a job and can't find one doing a driving thing. <laughs> Tell him to come on over. Far away for him. <laughs> well, he doesn't want to drive an hour and a half each way to work. He's done it before. <laughs> he used to work here at my uncle's sharpening shop. He probably paid better than what we're paying. Well, I'm not sure about that. No, no, for sure. It was a long time ago. At the time, he had a 1989 uh, Toyota Corolla. No. What was it? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Toyota, whatever the heck car. Probably was a Corolla. <laughs> it was an 89 and it was fairly new at the time. So, yeah. Not new, new. We never had new, but new enough. New enough, yeah. Yeah. So that gives you an idea of when it was. I'm guessing it was like 94, 95, if I had to, if I had to wager. Wow. Jeez. And he would, he would stay down here with my aunt and uncle and then go to work for my other aunt and uncle. <laughs> And then hey, you do what you got to do. Come home on weekends only. Yeah. 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 You do what you got to do, man. Like back in the day when you didn't have a lot of options. Yeah. Yep. So. But I think he'd be able to do your your job because he's well practiced in driving. Mm hmm. Yeah. And he's done. If he did, you said he did Sunbelt rentals or whatever. That's yeah. all tilt and load stuff. That's basically yeah. what we're doing. So. And big equipment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, not, not a convenient location. So I'm sure there's a bin company up there he could find a job with. It's not. I don't even know. I've never actually seen one up there. It's got to be something up there. Has to be. Probably, probably is. But well, I uh, have told you about my car problems, didn't I? You said the head gasket was going or gone. Yeah, on both sides of the motor because it's a okay. boxer motor, so it has two head gaskets. Well, then I'm driving it the other day or a couple weeks ago and the EGR check engine light, check engine light comes on and the error is EGR valve or solenoid, something or other. Okay. So I look it up and everybody's just like, yeah, pull off the EGR valve, clean up the, clean up the, the, the exhaust inside, like all the residue. The gunk and whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I did that, took it off, cleaned it up, uh, pulled off the actual electrical solenoid to keep it safe and then soak the other thing in penetrating oil and scrubbed and penetrating oil and over and yeah. over again penetrating oil and got it cleaned or cleaner but it never seemed like it was actually hard to open that valve so i just kind of put it back together and then i was like well the video i was watching the girl said to torque it i should probably torque it oh so I get, up, get out my torque wrench oh add it to the 19 foot pounds 
that I swear she said I should go back and check. Oh. And it just keeps going. I'm like, that's really weird. I went hand tight, and I think that was already more than 19. So I probably should have just undone it and redid it with the torque wrench. But instead, I went over to my neighbor's house and said, can I borrow your torque wrench? This doesn't seem to be working. Maybe I've never used it this low of a number before. I've only ever used it on wheels. Mm -hmm. so can I try yours? So I grab his. His is a fancier brand. I try it out, and the exact same thing. So I'm like, all right, maybe it's maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just wrong. I'll just keep going. <laughs> I was only able to get like a eighth of a turn out of it every time because of the area I had to work in. Yeah. And the, and the length of the torque wrench. So I'm like, maybe this is just deceiving me and whatever. And then click. Oh, there it goes. Yeah, that wasn't the torque wrench letting me know that it was the at the max pressure. That was the uh, <laughs> bolt shearing. The on. bolt snapping. Yep. <laughs> uh -huh. That ruined my day. Oh, man. And I didn't drive my car for two weeks. Talked to my brother-in-law because he's a mechanic. Just said, you know, you might help me get the bolt out. I could do it. I have the bolt extractor kit and I can drill mm -hmm. it out. But my drill bits are probably all worn. And I, I it's terrible because it's got to get in the back of the in air intake. I don't want to do this. So uh, he said he could help me. No problem. Just bring it over. So we figured out a time to do it. And that was this Saturday morning. And I took it over and luckily once he pulled the other bolt off, first of all, you could see that the bolt was stretched. The one that was still in there holding <laughs> there's only two bolts holding it and it was stretched and the threads were actually stretched. You wow. See them stretched. Uh, so he took that off and luckily it had broken off outside of the head of the air intake. So he's okay. able to just put a pair of ice grips on it and pull it out. No problem. Oh, that's easy then. But yeah. geez, that could have been a way worse. <laughs> yes. That's right. The story only gets better. Okay. So, All right. <laughs> so he fixes it, puts it back together. There's more to the story about what happened, but I'll, I'll get back to it. Um, I drive away and the check engine light's still on because <laughs> I never even fixed the GR. You didn't clear it or? I cleared it. Oh, I cleared it. Okay. When I, when I fixed it the first time and then I started it when it was running and the bolt was sheared and I thought maybe... It would, it would take some time to drive it to get, make it re-trigger. So on the way to his house, when I was limping it broken, it, it came on again. So obviously there's still a problem. But he said, yeah. it's chan chances are they did replace that for me before because he also is my mechanic. Mm -hmm. He works with the mechanic that I take my car to. And uh, he, he'll look at, see if it's still under warranty tomorrow. And maybe the part is under warranty and they can just get me a replacement. And that'd be great. And there is yeah. a date stamp on it, but it looks like a date stamp of 2019. So I'm betting I had it replaced in 2019 and maybe it's just defective now. So yeah, let's hope that's it. But at the same time, when I was talking to him about that, uh, it was at my wife's wedding or my wife's, my wife's <laughs> birthday, which was here at my house. And uh, I was talking to him about my problem and he brought up that they have this scan tool, which is basically just a windows tablet, but a ruggedized tablet made by yeah. snap on that the power cord's not working on. I'm like, okay, well, I can fix that. I've fixed those problems before, but I may not have the exact connector, but I can just put a, a wire lead on it if I have to. Mm -hmm. let's see what what you send me the part and the model number and we'll look it up and let's figure it out. And he, I said, why not? I fix that while you're fixing my car. So that's what we did while, I, while he was fixing my car. I took apart this tablet and uh, they had totally sheared off the, 
the power connector inside. It was completely destroyed. Oh. Someone clearly sprayed in penetrating oil, thinking that was going to help too. Oh, great! <laughs> great. Yeah, that penetrating <laughs> oil electronics are a great mix. Yeah, it's great. So <laughs> I, it wasn't terrible. I cleaned it up and I soldered in a wire. I left lots of extra wire in there and tied a knot on it. And we siliconed the connection and we siliconed the where it's sticking out and. I made sure everything worked good while we were there. Put it all back together. This tablet's seen so much damage over the years, but it's like it's snap on. So it's like a $3,500 tablet. Yeah. Yeah. It has a kickstand, but the kickstand plastic is all broken on where it goes in. And so you offered a 3D printed replacement. And (laughs) no, Uh, I did actually 3D print the the one owner of the place a bracket for his uh, his windows of his rental house. Did I talk about that before or not? No. Oh, okay. Well, I was in there a couple months ago and did that. He he just handed me this part and said, hey, you have a 3D printer. Can you make a replacement of this? I'm like, well, it's going to take me some time, but yes, I can. So I took that and measured every dimension and 3D printed one and gave it to him. And it's been like two months now and he still hasn't installed it in his rental property. <laughs> I want to know if it works because he says he needs more of them if it does. Yeah. Anyway, so I fixed the tablet. It's good. Uh, they talked about possibly paying me for fixing that. So we'll see, but uh, I'd also just love it if they'd just, you know, fix my head gasket problem. <laughs> maybe, maybe just cheap. I don't just know. Just take it off my head gasket bill, please. Yeah, possibly. I yeah. 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 They should have you on a retainer. They should, yeah. Or, or I should have them on a retainer because apparently I like to spend lots of money there. You know, when yeah. I my BMW is expensive. <laughs> anything. Yeah. And Subarus aren't that much better, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> oh, now well, I only buy Toyotas, apparently. Only? You've only bought in one. <laughs> yeah, I've only bought in one, but from now on, it'll probably be Toyotas. I mean, up until the Toyota has problems. You know? Yeah, and then you'll be like, oh, now I only buy Hondas. <sighs> Maybe. <No>. Maybe. <laughs> We're going to Volkswagen after that. Oh, well, oh, no, no, no. Don't do, Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> you get a Volkswagen, it could be good or it could be terrible. You never know. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Jeez. Well, if your car breaks down and you need a replacement, uh, just come and take my mini bike. <laughs> like an offer to sell me your car. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hopefully I'll get a job that lets me work from home and I won't need a car. Uh, that too. That too. I, I did a, see a YouTube video the other day and they're like, smart cars are super cheap. Now you get them for like two grand. Yeah, they're cheap. Yeah. It would, it would be really tempting just to have a second vehicle of that. Just to toot around in? Yeah. If, if you need to go out kind of thing. but Yeah, it's really just like I'm home and she needs to go somewhere and then I'm stuck here or something like that. So yeah. that's basically what we've been doing while mine was broken. But now I can drive it. It still has the EGR valve error. And I did go pick up something a few weeks ago and when the EGR light was on, but I hadn't tried to fix it yet. And the uh, car didn't want to start. <laughs> I parked it at this <laughs> lady's house. I forget what I was picking up now and uh, parked it under in her underground parking. She's like, just park here, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So I parked, turned the car off. And then she comes out and I buy the thing and then I go to start the car and it's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. Oh, oh no. Oh God. <laughs> what is wrong? But then I tried again and it started. So yeah, I was very worried for a second there. Cynthia was going to have to come out in her car and then get mine towed or something. Jeez. What was I picking up from that lady? I don't remember. Oh, it was another capture card. 
which doesn't work right. Oh, perfect. It has these squiggly lines through it. I, I got to try it on their computer and see what happens, if it's any better or not. Maybe even try it in a different power outlet because here I have a battery backup on my oh, computer okay. and that should make the power better, but I don't know for sure. So I'm just, I just want to try it in the garage or something on that computer and see if it's any better. Yeah. I haven't done it yet because it took up here to one of my VCRs. <laughs> Jeez. It has some weird distortion. I tried talking to the VHS people that I in the, in the discord with the guy in Kitchener and a bunch of his friends and no one had any ideas. They said the one guy did say it looked a lot like the um, hum lines that you get on Sega Genesis sometimes when it's oh, okay. Yeah, that's how he described it. And when I looked at videos of what he's describing hum lines, I think was what they said. And it looks a lot like it, but like a different frequency of interference. So to me, it looks like a, a part on it, like a bigger capacitor is failing and and not charging up all the way or something. But I opened up the device and it looks fine inside. Nothing looks like it's wore out or old or blown or anything. I even took a thermal camera to it and looked for any hot spots on it. And there was nothing really. There was like what you'd normally expect. So unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to have a new capture card. This is also the capture card that I've seen a couple people out there that do like TikTok for VHS tapes use. So I was hoping it was going to be a good one, but apparently not. Oh, well. Stick to what you know. Yeah, I don't know anything. <laughs> the reason why I have 10 different capture card types or <laughs> just to see which one works. Yeah. Yeah. I bought two off eBay that I had to return because they were so bad. Sorry, oh, off wow. Amazon. Off Amazon. I bought one just to try it because the price was really good. It was garbage. The colors were all distorted. So I returned that, picked up another one, and it was also bad in a different way. I forget <laughs> what the problem was. I think it was like blurry or something hmm. like that. So yeah, they're just they're just cheap now. When you get the ones when people were converting VHS to DVD back in the day when DVD was fairly new, yeah, those are the ones that, as far in my experience, are the are the better ones. They're hard to find drivers for because they're old, but they're better quality. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I just use the I use the cheapy one. <laughs> yeah, use the HDMI upscaler though. Um, no, I don't. Oh, okay. just plug it right in. Call it a day. The cheapy off Amazon or something? I think I bought one on Amazon a long time ago. Yeah, that one. And then I used the, that's what I used for a long time. Now I'm using the Elgato. But, okay. Yeah. And then but the, the cheapy. Elgato only takes HDMI in. Yeah, so it's just they use that cheapy converter, right? The Okay, that's what I'm talking about. The upstairs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I've yeah. had issues with some of those too. Yeah. So one of them does not like any static on the tape. It'll just blank out to blue screen right away. Interesting. Yeah. So if I have a tape that's slightly dirty, I can't fine tune it because it cuts out and there's a delay in it coming back in when it comes clear. So if you're playing with the tracking, it'll just cut out and you won't know what's going on. Weird. Yeah. Another one had some other issue. I can't remember what it was. I can't remember what it was, but yeah, hmm. I've had issues with those, but I found one of mine that works. I think I have three of those things. And then into HDMI capture, like you said. But, yeah. Yeah. Oh well. Well. Capture talk. Capture talk. <laughs> it's captivating. <laughs> um, two two weekends ago, uh, my wife has a new job. I'm sure you know. She just passed her three months probation. 
Yeah. Uh, she works remotely, so she doesn't know anybody in her job. Like they have none of them have met face face to face really. Um, her company is based out of London, so they had they finally had like a London like a a work get together meet up type thing. London, Ontario, just London, Ontario. Yeah, sorry, sorry, I forget. <laughs> London, Ontario. Uh, so yeah, it's at a place called East Park in London. It's kind of like I forget how to explain it. It's kind of like one of these. Uh, it's kind of like what Sports World used to be. They have mini golf. Oh, okay. They have an arcade. Which again, doesn't matter for anybody who's listening. They have no. no I'm telling you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, mini golf, arcade, like climbing wall, indoor playground, bumper cars, driving range, batting cages. Water slides. And water. There's a water park. A water slides. That that part was closed huh. for the season, but. Um, and the best part. Bumper cars or no? Uh, go go karts. Go karts. I see go karts. <laughs> indoor go karts too. No 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 not indoor. They're outdoor. The the bumper cars are indoor. Oh yes yes okay I see I see. So. Cool. Uh, so yeah, they paid for everybody to show up to come in. They gave everybody like whatever the packages where you get. Okay, you can ride the bumper cars four times, and you can ride, you know, batting cages. You can you know two tokens for four tokens per person or something like that. So I'm like, well, and this is like my kids also get four tokens. So I'm like, well, they're not going to use them, so I get those tokens. So I got to go to the batting cage for like twenty times. Um, we each arcade machine. There you go. <laughs> um, we went to, I think we did the, um, yeah, bumper cars first. Then there was also a climbing wall. I did the climbing wall twice with my youngest son. Uh, and by the way, climbing is super fun. I'm probably going to try to find a climbing wall gym around here. I know there's Grand River Rocks. Yeah. I'm probably going to start. Too. Is there? But yeah, I'm I'm I had a lot of fun doing I I've, I've always liked climbing and I did the walk wall again. I'm like, oh this yeah, for this is really fun. So I might start going like use that as like my gym membership. Or we could build one. Because <laughs> I built one for my kids' playground when I built the playground and that was yeah. a lot of fun to build. But I kinda fun. want I wanna you have, have the <laughs> Yes, I do have plywood, yeah. But yeah. I also want to have the security of, you know, the harness if I'm falling. Yeah, you can buy those. <laughs> I have to secure it higher than where I am. Yeah. I already thought about that. I'm like, on the side of my house. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I've so. thought about this. <laughs> it's been in the works in my head for like the last five years. Oh, man. You should do it. I I'll just... I mean, I, I, I've always liked climbing. I've always yeah. been a climber. I used to climb trees all the time. Me too, yeah. I've done rock climbing. Like in school, we did like rope climbing and all that stuff. And I don't remember where I even did rock climbing the first time, but it was great. And I would like to do it again. And yeah. then it's even worse when I see Caleb J. Ross and Pam doing rock climbing. Have you seen them? No, I didn't see that. No. Oh, my God. Caleb's like crazy now. Is he? Pam, but they're doing like upside down, like inverted wall, like literally like just climbing across the top of a wall, basically. Wow. Yeah. I gotta step up my game. Yeah. So, anyways, so yeah, I'm probably gonna probably gonna go join a gym and start rock climbing. You let me know which one, and then hopefully I get a job that pays a gym membership. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. <clears throat> so, 
Yeah, let's do that. Lodge Street. Yeah. Waterloo. I think I delivered a bend to that one actually. Yeah. Oh, that so. is Grand River Rocks. Rock. Grand River Rocks. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was thinking it was a different name because there was another one that was near Go Bananas. That's also Grand River. That's also Rock. Grand River Rocks. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> but the lodge place would be pretty close for you and I. Yeah, it's like down the street. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So then everybody gets to ride the bumper cars once. So, and they had doubles. So obviously my kids can't drive. Mm-hmm. So they, they, I mean, you can tell the kids that are work there, they're high school students. They don't give a crap about anything. They're like, yeah, yeah, sure. Whatever. So like they let me take the kids and didn't charge. I don't think they're supposed to charge. If they did, they didn't. Oh, interesting. It, they're just like, whatever. It counts as one ticket for both of you to go. So I'm like, great. I, that wasn't the case when we went to the, like carnivals the ones that set up in the parking lots yeah they take for both yeah so these guys are just like whatever just once here you go so we took it was me and my oldest and my wife took my youngest and then we went around the course um but it's the track is a little rough um it's definitely well worn the carts are worn Anyways, I was flying around this track. I don't know if I got the good cart or whatever, but I was past people left and right. Like, no. And my oldest was just laughing his butt off. He was having so much fun. Anyways, we get off the go-karts. I'm like, oh, let's go again. And my wife's like, no. Like, that cart beat her up. Like, when you're taking the corner, she's like, I can't do that again. I don't. She could, but she didn't really want to. So, anyways, we went off and did something else first. Had some dinner. They provided for us. Um... Anyways, then we came back and I was like, okay, she doesn't want to take one. So I'm like, okay, I will take my, my youngest for a trip. We had two more tickets, basically. I'll take my youngest around and then I will jump out, run and get my oldest and then I'll come back and then we'll take it, take my oldest again. So then after we did this, they were closing down. Like for the last two tries, it was just me on the track. Like, it was just me and my kid, and we were zipping around the track. I did not touch the brake the entire time. It's just hold the gas, pedal to the metal. I'm li- I'm drifting. I'm Mario Kart drifting around corners. Not That's not an exaggeration. It was hilarious. But while you're, ter- but while you're drifting, it's not a smooth drift because the, the tires are so worn. As you're drifting, you're, like, bouncing. You're skidding and popping across the pavement. So after doing this two times more in a row, and I think you get, like, 10 minutes so it's another 20 minutes of just like getting the crap beat out of you <laughs> anyways when we got out and i was i was so sore <laughs> i get, i went to bed i woke up the next day and i'm just like i felt like i just got beat up like i was everything was sore hard to believe it like i i was so more sore after doing that than off-roading that we did for the whole day okay and I wasn't even, I like, couldn't even say it was sore off-roading. A little bit sore, maybe, but, yeah, this was way worse. <laughs> but Yeah, I really liked doing go-karting at uh, Herbsville Karts when it was still around. Mm-hmm. Was, it was a terrible track, and the karts were terrible, but it was yeah. just fun. Yeah. I have two videos of where I went with friends, and I set a GoPro in front on my helmet and a GoPro facing backwards and edited it all together in a video and I even one of them I did GPS and had the track and my speed and everything laid out on the video. Oh, nice! 
if they were still open, I'd almost consider going there and be like, hey, can I rent the truck and run my mini bike? <laughs> or even better, my mini bikes. Yeah. Because I bought another one. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> oh, I couldn't resist, man. I couldn't resist. Okay, you sent me that TikTok the other day about, oh, well, yeah. I can't just have just one. It needs a friend. It needs a friend. <laughs> and this was literally <laughs> my justification for doing this. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this mini bike, and it's a nice mini bike. It's, I would argue it's even nicer than the one I had before. I still like the other one. It's a bit more off-roady. This one's a bit more cruisery. Okay. Um. So uh, well, for reference, you'll do on a mini bike. <laughs> for reference, the one I had before is the Coleman BT two hundred X. And the one I bought now is the Coleman RB RB two hundred. If you want to look up a picture, that's what it looks like. Um, RB200 is what you're saying. RB200, yep. You repeat it twice, so I wasn't sure if you meant it was in there twice. RB, RB? <laughs> yeah, RB200. Yeah, um, okay. It is very comfy. It has got a headlight that works. My BT does not have a headlight that works. It has a headlight, but it doesn't work. Fix it, but. Yeah. Um, the the seat on it is super comfy, like very plush. That's the important part. Yeah. The um, what do I say? Is the throttle is very responsive. Like there are no fold out step pedals, pegs at all. Uh, they're they're like they're fold out. Oh, yeah. I see some. I see some. Yeah. They're actually like dirt pegs. Like actually have some spikes on them. Not like the off road one that I have, the BT. Okay. Which is a bit strange, um, and it's uh, it's fast. Like it, I would argue it's faster than the BT. <clears throat> but uh, I, I still like the. <laughs> I still like the BT. It, it's still I between the two of them. I still like the BT more, but the other one is very comfy. Hold on uh, to the RB until I need to buy one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I literally saw it because I'm like. I want to mini bike with someone. The problem is no one else will buy a mini bike. So if I have a second one, then someone can ride mini bike with me for free. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 <laughs> for me, I mean. Exactly. So I've been scoping out no spots. I've been scoping out spots, but Bill did say he wanted to come off roading with us next time. So I have a mini bike for him. Yeah. Um, can we fit both in the back of the cowie though? Well, we'd have to do the plywood trick. We'd have to put the, the boards under it off the back tire and hang one off the back kind of thing. Yeah. It would work, though, unless unless the three of that us want to... Eh. You know what would be even better? My brother built a platform that goes in the back of the cowie that holds them. Um, there you go. Down. He could do that in, like, a couple hours. A day. A day. Yeah. He'd be done, yeah. <laughs> he's pretty slow when he's drinking, but he could be faster when he's really determined. <laughs> Um, and well, anyways, the RB, I'm probably, I'm going to probably still put pegs on the back so you can stand up because it's very, very cruising. Like your, your legs are in front of you, like way in front, but with the plushy so seat, my brother. <laughs> well, I'm, I might try and do it myself because I saw how he did it. So I might be able to, <clears throat> I might be able to do it, but we'll see. Um, 
anyways, yeah, I've been spo- I've been scoping out a couple spots. I know of a lot of like construction areas where they're just breaking ground. There's no trespassing sign. There's no no trespassing signs. <laughs> Keyword. No, yeah. No. There's no no. Um, and I don't like. It's not like we're causing damage. We're not me running over building materials. We're not running. We're not de- deteriorating their like sand or whatever. There's nothing really around, so I think it'd be fine. And if we get, if, honestly, if it's cops show up, they'd probably just tell you to leave. Like, it's not going to be, like, <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's like we're 15-year-old kids or something. <clears throat> yeah. And we're not, we're not intentionally, we're staying on the roads that the construction equipment would, would be going on, essentially. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, it'd be cool. But now I have to, now I can't fit them on the back of my Subaru. I have to actually go get my father-in-law's utility trailer if I want to take them anywhere. <laughs> but... But yeah, I'm, I'm scoping it out, man. I'm I'm gonna do it. I can't do anything this weekend or next weekend, but I'm hoping. Yeah. Now I wonder if they'd stand up in the Highlander. Maybe <laughs> not together. They're pretty wide. Or they're pretty a, wide. You make a bracket so that they can sit leaning sideways in this in the Highlander beside each other. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I had I had um my friend Daryl who went to the gaming as well he came over last night and so he i took he went for a ride around on the rb and i was just like i gotta find a way to to take them in the car and he looked up at my roof rack and said we could make a rack up there <laughs> <laughs> i don't think that's built to hold <laughs> i said i could have i would if i could is what i said but it, it'd be the getting it down without hurting the subaru <laughs> see a cool bracket for that for bicycles actually they have like this bracket that uh, you just drive the bike onto this platform and mm-hmm. then it's on like a, a Z shaped like bracket that lifts it up and onto the roof. Okay. Pretty freaking cool. That's probably a thousand dollars. Yeah. That's for bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> not for mini bikes. Yeah. Not for the weight. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot more weight. And also I don't think you should put that much weight on your roof. Probably not. No. <laughs> not, not at all. No. So Anyways, it's been fun. I actually got my wife to ride one with me. So <clears throat> I took one kid, she took the other kid, and we went down to visit my mother and father-in-law, father-in-law's place to get their garbage and stuff out while they were gone. So yeah, it was, you know, it's a, it's a, you know, 10 minute, not even five, 10 minute drive out there, five, 20 minute drive back. And she had fun. I had fun. So that's, it's become a family activity, which is exactly <laughs> what I wanted is why I bought them. <clears throat> for the family it is for the family exactly (laughs) so well before before i bought the second mini bike i just had the one and we went up for uh labor day we went up to the third (laughs) yes technically um went up to a (laughs) you're distracting (laughs) me (laughs) we went up to a family friend's house it's a family my my wife's aunt and uncle's place they have a house that was given to them that they rent out um so but they have they're out in the country up by basically where your parents were remember i said that we're oh i'm gonna be up at ben markdale it's basically where we were right right around where i went driving the off-road trip the first time i think yeah and we went through markdale to get gas yes yeah with you and I together, so yep. it was up that way. Better place to live because it's right by all those trails. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, um, 
my wife's uncle has like tractors on the property and trailers and stuff like that. And it's a nice property and it's, it's quite a big, several acres and he's cut tractor trails through the bush <clears throat> mostly so that when kids come over he can hook up a trailer to the tractor and take them on a tractor ride through the bush that kind of thing so that's basically what it's for last time i saw him he was like oh, no, hey nick when you come up bring the mini bike and you can take the mini bike on the trails and i was like heck yeah i'm gonna do that so took the mini bike up had a blast i taught my niece and nephew how to ride um my nephew he's a little bit he's only eight so he's a little bit nervous of it he, he wasn't very confident on it but my niece who's 10 like just hopped on it i took her for one spin and then she's like can i do this and i said are you comfortable doing this i think so i said okay if this is the this is like this is the gas this is the brake if you crash it's okay as long as you're okay and i said here's the kill switch if you crash hit the kill switch turn the bike off and then i'll come Come get me or pick the bike up, whatever. <clears throat> and for reference, my niece is like the skinniest 10-year-old you'll ever see. Like, <clears throat> she has nothing to her. So she jumped on this thing, and she started slow, going around the field, doing her thing. In, in five minutes, she has this thing up to full speed, zipping up and down this thing, not scared at all. Huge smile on her face. And... Like, couldn't be happier. She got off and she's like, this is the most fun I've ever had, is what she said. And I was like, again, exactly what I bought this for. This is this is what I wanted it for. So, anyways, then she finally got enough confidence. She's like, can I go on the trails? I'm like, you can. I'm like, stay away from this section. There's a big hill that is even tough for me at times. It's pretty slippery and slick. And if you, cry, if you go off the trail, you're going into a tree. So, anyways, I'm like, just stay. Don't go down that hill, but everything else is fine. So... She did that, and she got to the point where, like, she would go on, and she'd be on it for half an hour. She'd just be gone, and you could just hear this thing buzzing through the trees, and then it'd come back, and then through the trees, and just, and then it got to a point, she was, she'd come in, she'd turn it off, get a drink, you know, do her, have a snack, then she'd want to go back out, and I'd have to constantly go out and start it for her, and so I finally said, you go start it, like, and she could like she could barely do it she's got to put her whole like foot on the frame and get enough leverage and she's not strong enough but <clears throat> she got that thing started electric starter nah <laughs> too much work <laughs> <laughs> so but yeah she she finally figured out how to start it by herself so i didn't even have to be there she can just get on it and run it and away we go so we're going up that way again for Thanksgiving, so now I've got two mini bikes. I'm going to take two up there. So she can ride one, I can ride one, and we can go on together. And there's actually like a little waterfall if you drive down the road a little ways. I don't know if her mom and dad would appreciate her going on the road, but I might see if I can convince her to just be like, hey, we'll ride the mini bikes down to the waterfall or something. So. Trails is there. Hmm? How many trails? Like how, if you were to drive just the trails all day. Oh, it's you can do the whole loop. You can do the whole loop in a minute and a half. Of all the trails on the property, yeah, it's not big, but you, it, they're, they're all intersecting, so you can just make a different turn and go a different way and do it backwards, and it's not just, it's not one loop, it's like three figure eights all on itself type of thing. So, like yeah. off road weekend, <laughs> yeah, no, not that big. <laughs> so I gotta get, I gotta get my uncle uh, figure out where his trails are. And his all of his neighbors because they have tons of trails all over the place that you can yeah. literally be driving on for days. 
with all various difficulties of trails. Ones that we could we like stay on the mini bikes while we're doing it, or we do still have to do the transferling like we were doing before. No, you could literally do the whole thing on the mini bikes. Okay. It's like from farm to farm, basically. Okay. Farm to farm to farm to farm to farm, covering like all of the area that they live in. Yeah. Yeah, you should find that trail, and we can we should do that. Two mini bikes and the cowie and whatever, and we can just yeah bring some friends. That'll be fun. Friends anyway. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yep, that's that's the joys. Yeah. So. Well, I uh, I beat a game. Did you see that? I yeah, I saw this on Twitter. Who who is this Deej guy posting beat tweets? What the heck is this? And I heard it on Polykill. It's like one a year. He did say it, Polykill. I didn't even hear it yet. Yeah, yeah. I'm behind. I haven't listened to a podcast in. Uh, while all you have is time why not yeah exactly <laughs> i'm literally sitting at a computer for eight hours a day looking at jobs that are available <laughs> and applying to some yeah and tracking them and um, tracking them. yeah so uh just cause four i i played the first one the second one the third one they're just really fun games and then the fourth one i started playing i don't know how long ago whenever it came out i think i bought it pretty early because I'd had so much fun with the other ones. I think I bought on sale, but still. And uh, so the fourth one I've been playing here and there. It's like when I when I have time to play games alone, that's the game I'll play. Like Not with my kids, not with my friends, but just alone. And uh, I think I started playing it with cheats. And then I realized there's no real point in cheats because in the, the game, game is cheats. Die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The game is like, it's super fun and open world. And if you die, it basically just sets you somewhere outside of the area you're in yeah, and you're no longer like under attack by the enemy or wanted by the enemies. So you, you it just makes you safer in a way and there's no penalty to die and you don't lose anything for it. So it's a very forgiving game that way and pretty fun. I skipped all the story. I don't care at all. Yeah. But, uh, I beat it anyway. Cause it's, it was fun. It's just like open world, go wherever you want, do whatever you want. Like it is the most, freedom you can have in an open world game pretty much like that's good you, early on you get the ability to get a pilot to drop you off anywhere in the world or almost anywhere there's like certain missions you have to go to but they're pretty well spread out and uh, you have a, a a parachute that you're yeah. falling with and you can steer and everything and then in this game they came out with the or maybe it was the last one anyway there's a, there's a uh, wingsuit as well so you're like a yeah. flying squirrel and that lets you go quite a bit faster well, then they also in this game have um, later on in the game, you unlock a hoverboard that you can then use. Um, and this game, the one of the main mechanics is you have like this, uh, uh, what do you call it? Like a rope you can attach to anything or you can attach the rope from your wrist and pull yourself when you're on the wingsuit or on the parachute, paraglider or on the, the hoverboard and just pull yourself along over and over and over again to get across the entire world. There's yeah. no other game that gives you the ability to get across the world so freaking fast and and without anything extra or vehicles and stuff, let alone yeah. the ability to do fast travel and and to drop yourself anywhere. And then you can also get reinforcements like uh, you unlock as you play pretty quickly um, guns and vehicles that you can get paradropped or dropped beside you, supply drops at any time. And 
the only limit really is that you can't do it over and over and over again. You, you get more pilots as you beat more stuff in the game. So you yeah. have like five of them you can get to drop you certain things, anything you want, like freaking huge tanks. And I also have like the complete edition or something like that. Some special edition that came with a whole bunch of extra stuff unlocked. So I have like crazy tanks and hovercrafts with guns and missiles and <laughs> I can get helicopters and fighter jets. And there's even this mini fighter jet. It looks like a little kid's like power wheels car shape <laughs> and size. And you sit in it with your sticking out. And it's a full on fighter jet. It's super yeah. nimble. It's such a fun game. Anyway. So it's awesome. Yeah. Great game. I've played not, not just cause four. I've played just cause two. I think I played quite a bit of so not well quite a bit of for like one of those guys night things we had it on and we'd mess around for you know four or five hours that kind of thing so number one or two someone came out with a multiplayer mod for so i played that quite a bit with some friends we all had bought it and played it multiplayer when we found out about that but number three i think i just played solo and never beat i think and uh this one i just i just kind of was just toying along with it and playing and i usually do more and more open world and don't really bother with the storyline but with this one at one point i'm like ah, i'll just keep doing the story and see where it goes and see what i can unlock because of doing the story and how much i can fill up the map with with freedom basically because you're you're a freedom fighter uh in like south america and uh basically freeing people from an oppressive yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Pretty cool. <laughs> Neat. And the guns are awesome too. <laughs> it's rocket launchers, crazy ridiculous ones. Yeah. 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 It's a game that lets you have fun. Yeah, I like fun <laughs> games. And I knew this. It's just there aren't many games out there that are fun. So that's why <laughs> that, what a statement. That's why I play Zelda. With <laughs> yeah. Why I play Zelda with cheats because yeah. that makes it fun. <laughs> well, for you, yes. My son, <laughs> he wants to play it so bad, and my daughter wants to play it so bad because it's just take away all the problems with Zelda. <laughs> you don't have to be a fanboy. Well, I know. I actually started playing. I played Zelda again, like this, just this week. I haven't played it since before our last podcast. I just. It's just been a crazy summer. Like every weekend we have plans where every it's just been go, go, go. And by the time I get home at the end of the day, I'm just like, I just want to sit and watch a movie. I don't want to engage my brain. I just want to shut off for a little bit. So but yeah, I actually had time to sit down and play Zelda and go a little bit further. And it's still good. I enjoy playing the vanilla version. <laughs> it's still good. I enjoy the exploration. So I should give you everything you need to play it on your PC with cheats, and then you'll you'll have a different talent. <laughs> this is this is like just cause. <laughs> so I oh hook. actually the word I was looking for grappling hook is what you grappling have. hook. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I actually fired up well, even something that I haven't fired up for even longer than Zelda. Are I fired up behind you. Oh. Just above it. Just above it. <laughs> the VR. My VR. Mm. My PlayStation VR. I finally decided, you know what? I, I, I've been looking at it. I think one night my Plex wasn't working on my PS4. So I'm just like, ah. Oh. I just, 
I was looking up at my my P, instead of Plex to look at PSVR. Well, my Plex wasn't working on PS4 either. Yeah, I think it's just an issue right it's now. So yeah, yeah. Just give it a little while and it'll work again. So yeah. it happens. Anyways, it stopped working on PS3 completely on four x three TV. Oh, interesting. So I had to switch off PS3 at that time. <laughs> anyway, I uh, I wanted to, I I feel like I wanted a little bit of exercise. I mean, okay, so, yeah. So, <laughs> so I went back into some Beat Saber. I was like, uh, wanted to move around a little bit. Yeah. And Beat Saber is different now. Like, not not really different, but s- coming from someone who's played it a long time ago until now. Oh, okay. I can definitely tell they've put a lot of improvements into it. The visuals, I think, are a little bit sh- are sharper, smoother, that kind of thing. Updates and that kind okay. of stuff. There's so many songs now, like ridiculous amounts of songs. Of course, you have to pay for them. You have have to. There are there are a lot of free ones as well, but there are a lot of music packs. Yeah, there are a lot of music packs. So I spent a little bit of money and I got my I got Lincoln Park. (laughs) Uh, So Lincoln Park is still still one of my favorite favorite bands so i didn't mind spending a little bit of money don't go on your pc and i could do it all for free or you can mod it and you can put in user created mappings of songs of any song you want you can literally and i have done mca on beat saver And there's a thriller that's really well done. Like you literally end up doing the thriller moves. The thriller, with yeah. Your beat saber. It's pretty well done. Okay. That was awesome. I think yeah. I did that on stream before. That's fair. I not that anyone was there. Right uh, <laughs> I. Or might have been. I yeah, maybe. I do have my 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 PC VR is currently on loan to a friend right now, so I don't have it. I have an extra one I could loan. <laughs> everyone just loan pass it around <laughs> so anyways i just figured i just put it in and and tried it out and i don't mind spending whatever it wasn't that expensive for the lincoln park pack so had fun with it it was great i worked out worked out did the thing played beat taper for about an hour and a half yeah. worked up a sweat so it's still there do that. today so. my son actually asked me if he could bust out his uh his uh PlayStation, or sorry, his uh, God, Oculus Quest that he has. Because mm-hmm. I have Quest, Quest Two, and then a friend of mine gave me another Quest. Oh wow! Yeah, so, you have so yeah. many quests. And he also, my friend also gave me a uh, Rift, not Rift S, but an Oculus Rift. The yeah, PC VR. Yeah. Jeez, just coming out of the wazoo over there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I should sell them. He he said, "Feel free to sell them," but my son definitely wanted to keep a quest for himself. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I would too. <laughs> but so, if I get enough of them, we can watch movies in VR all together. You've been thing. saying this for how long, and you've never done it, and you have no, enough. We tried once. We tried yeah. once, and we had what the hell was the issue? I can't remember. Kids were also being very annoying that day, but uh, I don't remember what the problem was. It was some technical problem that was ha- happening. But uh, yeah, we do need to do it badly. Right now, the problem is actually having separate accounts for everybody. I need to make sure that each headset has a different account so we can all join in together. Yeah. And then my my VR for PC is has base stations, which aren't at the couch, so we can't all just sit on the couch and watch. Yeah. 
there's that. But Who wants to sit on the couch and watch movies hard. together on the one screen? Gosh, so hard. Must all be on headsets. Yeah. Are you talking about like three D three D movies together? Is three D movie? Okay. Okay. We could do either way, like in the game, in the app, big screen VR, mm-hmm. you can do a regular movie or a 3D movie. Okay. But a 3D movie would be pretty awesome. I did just delete all the 3D movies off my hard drive today because they're taking up too much space and I have dying, a dying hard drive in my NAS and I need to free up four terabytes somehow and it's going to be great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have 3D movies on my Plex. You can access them. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, know if I give you access to them, but I can. The physical file is the problem. But I, oh, okay. Yeah, well, I also it's have 3D Blu-rays. Yeah. You can just do 3D Blu-rays too, baby. Actually, I don't know. Maybe it's this different. 3D Blu-ray with, with that headset. That's yeah, right. That's file. right. That's okay. I can find them. They're not hard to get, yeah. Newer, greater, whatever. We had uh, Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Detective Pikachu in VR, which my son would have liked. My daughter probably would have liked too. And my wife might have tolerated <laughs> we've watched it before several times but uh, i don't know if she'd want to sit down and watch it in vr yeah. i'm not sure what i could convince her to sit down in vr yes you know what would work with her is uh if i could find um what's it called inside out vr or in 3d yeah. she would probably watch that it's it's there because i just got it i just put it on my flex in 3d oh, so it's there yeah. it's there not hard to find so that might be the one that turns the tide <laughs> Well, speaking of watching, what you been watching? Well, before watching, I mentioned oh, okay. a birthday party I went to yesterday. Okay. My wife and I dropped off the kids. We went to a birthday party for my friend, uh, uh, an old coworker who left, has a startup business that I think I mentioned. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, because the other. Guy. Anyway, so the birthday was what we do in the shadows themed. Oh, great! <laughs> Dress up. Party. Okay. So we dressed up as vampires and went. Um, and there was a bunch of other people here. There's vampires, there's zombies. There was like a devil guy there. There was some decent costumes and a lot of people in no costume at all. But it was pretty <laughs> lame. Cool. Some people, like two separate people, tried to dress up as Nadia. Or, yeah, yeah, Nadia, right? Yeah, Nadia. Yeah, sure. <laughs> what we do in the shadows? You still haven't seen what we do in the shadows? Oh, you have. I I watched the first season and half. I think most of the second, but I never finished yeah. it. So okay. yeah, yeah. watch it. I know. There's five seasons, isn't there? Pretty sure. There's five Probably, seasons. yeah. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> Aren't you the one who first told me about the movie? The movie, yeah. I like. Yeah. I still like the movie more than the show. The second, I don't know, it, the show hadn't quite grabbed me as much as I wanted it to, so I just kind of put it aside for now and wait till I'm in a better frame of mind to go into it. So, because I know it's good, I'm just not appreciating it. Well, I got to educate a few people there that there was spinoff shows because they didn't realize there was spinoff shows. Okay. The our our flag means death and uh, Wellington Paranormal. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which are both decent. Yeah, I still need to watch Our Flag Means Death. Yeah. That one. It's pretty good. It's I think it's fairly short from what I recall. It's either one or two seasons, but. Yeah, that's what I want. I want the short season. <laughs> all right what are you been watching my plex is currently off so i don't even remember what's on there but i uh, did watch randomly i was moving around movies trying to free up hard drive space and stuff and i came across the movie no i had seen a clip for this first then got the movie the movie jexy never heard of it basically like a comedy i don't know what do they describe it as a comedy or 
a drama. I think it's a comedy drama. But anyway, it's basically like the guy's obsessed with his cell phone and he doesn't go out and do anything in real life kind of thing. So he's always on Instagram and trying to look cool. And it's basically making fun of and reflecting on today's society. But it's Adam Adam Devine in it. Okay. If you know him from Workaholics. I, th- I think so, yeah. Even the name sounds familiar. The name I haven't seen Oxford or Alex no, but the name said I don't start don't start with me. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, it's pretty decent. Uh, Yeah, I know his name. Yeah, I know his face. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and Wanda Sykes is in it, but she's just basically like an Apple person. uh, Works at Apple and makes fun of him and calls him out on his bullshit. But uh, it was it was decent enough a love story too so i guess it's even a freaking romantic movie but uh making fun of today's people basically it was just like i said i saw one clip of it that looked like a sketch where they're making fun of him for needing a new phone yeah basically his his voice assistant on his phone becomes sentient and is trying to help him make his life better but making it worse and <laughs> trying to get him hooked up with a girl and then gets jealous that he's hooked up with a girl and stuff like that so okay yeah yeah Jexy was the name of it. Jexy. It's supposed to be Siri, you basically. Yeah, the spoof on it. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I got it. I I see it. (laughs) Yeah. So I watched that. Want me to do something else? You want to watch? Sure. Go go, go another one. That's fine. I was, when I was setting up the VCRs to set it all up here and fix, finish more on my desk and stuff, I started watching, or I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 because I hadn't seen that yet. Okay. I watched that. And it was decent. I don't, I don't know if it's anything amazing or not, but it seemed all right. Okay. That's about it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> uh, most of the Marvel movies are like, yeah, they're fine. Because <laughs> what do you expect? Yeah. I, I, of, of all the Marvel stuff, the Guardians of the Galaxy stuff is, to me, the most interesting stuff. Yeah. It's not, it's not the same old superhero crap. At least they do yeah. something different. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to watch volume three. I couldn't remember if that was one of the ones you went to the theater for or not. I had no. I meant to, but then by the time I got around to having time, it was out of theaters. So, yeah. All right. Well, I watched Roadhouse. Oh. With a Patrick Swayze. Yeah. <laughs> was that because of a particular? Not. Uh, Uncle Doug's DVD bin episode? There was the Uncle Doug season one finale, I think. Oh, season one, okay. So quite a while ago. Yeah, they think they're just finishing up season two now. So, um, But I, yeah, that was one of the main reasons. And then I heard other people talking about Roadhouse as well and how good it was and how cheesy it was. And I've always meant to, meant to watch it. And like, yeah. I've liked I'm Patrick Swayze. I've liked Patrick Swayze in some of his stuff. Um, could have got you a VHS tape for it yesterday. You, like man, what were we I doing? It was there. <laughs> Anyways, it wasn't sealed, but it was there. <laughs> oh, I don't ever want it then. I only take sealed. Um, yeah, this is. Uh, have you seen it? No. Okay, it's very cheesy in a good '80s vibe way. Um, and it's yeah, it's Patrick Swayze just. Kicking ass and taking names. So, this is where he's a security guard. Or yeah, he comes into like bars and helps them clean up their act. And that's yeah. what I was thinking it was when I was thinking about the Uncle Doug episode. Because yeah. I don't know why I remember hearing it recently, but you guys catching up. I don't know. 
I, f- I think they were talking about it on Bombcasts recently as well. Oh, that's what made it come back to me. Yep. Bombcast that's what stuff. that's what made it come back to me because I knew it was there. I didn't listen to Uncle Doug because I I knew I wanted to watch the movie first before I, See, I listened to the listen podcast. To okay. And so and, but the giant bomb brought it back to me. Yeah. Yeah. Giant bomb, and I'm just like, okay, I I really need to sit down and watch this. So, yeah, sat down and watched it. And it's good. It's funny. It's funny if you go into it. I think I don't think they knew how funny it was when they were making it. I think okay. they think I think Roadhouse thinks it's a serious, more serious movie than what it actually is. Oh, okay. That's the that's the vibe I got from it, but it is also very cheesy when you start watching it. It doesn't have like Yeah, I don't know. I can't I can't even explain it. Like Patrick Swayze, <clears throat> his style, his personal like wardrobe style is unparalleled that I haven't seen anything like he's walking around in like dress pants and like um, like a martial arts gi as his shirt tucked into his pants that kind of thing and this is his normal shirt he's not fighting anybody he's just walking around town he's he's got this gi on I'm just like and he probably thought this was like really cool (laughs) it's so cheesy to see was he supposed to be like martial arts trained too? He not? is. Yeah, he's like that's how he's kicking ass. Yeah, he's taking the thing. I wasn't but... sure if he was just a tough guy, and that's how he's kicking ass. But... He's also a tough guy. I don't actually. I don't know if he, if he's like. I don't. I don't remember if they're saying like, oh, I use jujitsu or whatever. But he does do like. I think he does doing forms of like tai chi and whatever. Like I think he lives on like a farm and he's out in the farm field doing like whoa, you know, that kind of his exercising and whatever. But I don't think they expressly say, oh, I use. Kung Fu or whatever it is. Okay. So. All right. But yeah, it's on my list. I do need to watch that. That's good. Um, <clears throat> and then while I was at that uh, that family getaway for Labor Day weekend, um, I was with my wife's family. I'm watching movies by yourself, or? Well, because they'll go to bed at like nine o'clock, ten o'clock, <laughs> and I'm just like, my <laughs> night's yeah. just starting. Yeah. You didn't come get the projector from me. I know. Well. Was or I supposed ask to? Need to come get it to you, but. I just was I supposed to talk about getting a projector and I said you could borrow it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I it, the next time you went camping, you'd want to borrow it. So we were, right. we were living like in a, it was like, it's an actual house. It wasn't like, oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. 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 So it was, and like my mother and father in law slept on the pull out couch in the living room. And then we were in that bedroom upstairs and kids in the other bedroom. So it's like, and not like I can get up and walk around. So I literally had to go. There was a chair, kind of a, it wasn't very comfortable. It was a semi-comfortable chair in the, the bedroom where we were staying. And so my wife was asleep, and I'd sit on the chair and watch a movie on the tablet kind of thing. Because it didn't... That's all I had. And this was a very noisy chair, so if I moved, it just went like... And I was just like... I, so I have to sit in one spot for an hour and a half and not move, because I'll wake up the whole house. <laughs> So I sat there quietly. Anyways, you bring your your phone holder from the bed. To I know, and just sit there. Bed. The bed was also very creaky. You lay in one position and you don't move. So creaky things. Yeah, it's an old house. Take some WD forty with you or something. Spray everything. <laughs> Anyways, I watched The Meg, starring Jason Statham. Like Megalodon. But yes, like the Megalodon. Yeah. And this is like one of those cheesy, schlocky horror movies. They know what they're doing. Yeah. And you know what? 
it's pretty damn fun. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to mention the guy that did the birthday party of what we in shadows is the guy that hosts the B movie dates. Oh, is he? Okay. Yeah. 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 So there's that correlation and the Meg made me think of that. Yeah. Fair enough. The, uh, <clears throat> I would not, this is, this is a like top Hollywood production trying to be a B movie. Like it's way too good to be a B movie. Okay. Like Which, it's, those still be good too, but yeah, and it's it's one of those movies that like it knows that it's a silly movie. It knows that this is a giant shark. We need to, you know, what are we gonna do here? This is this is this is kind of a spoiler, but not a spoiler. Obviously, Jason Tatham lives by the end at the end of this movie, right? Like we all understand. There's a Meg too. It's not a big surprise. Okay. He has to defeat the Meg. How does he do it? He's on a jet ski or on a boat at the end of the thing. He runs. He's going head on at the Megalodon. They're doing back to back. The Meg hits him. He flies in the air. He gets a, a harpoon and he's flying through the air. And as he's flying through the air, he stabs the Megalodon through the eye. Right? It's that kind of, you know, and it's all slow motion, like, Rawr! you know, and it's, and I just sat there and just like, yep, this is great. I love all of this. So. I hope it doesn't die from being stabbed in the eye. I don't. It's well. I can't actually. I don't remember if that was Meg or Meg Two. They're kind of the same thing. Because I also watched Meg Two <laughs> right after. <laughs> the Meg Two this is. Time Jason Statham has to take drugs to keep his heart rate up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, cranks! What a what a crazy movie that is. <clears throat> um. Yes, Meg too. Even more ridiculous this, this time. There's more than one Meg. They got it. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> there might be. There might be three. Um, they, there's also like espionage in this one for some random reason. Okay. Like there's there's competing companies going for this thing. There's people trying to kill these. Like it's like the Megalodon is obviously such like the end game predator for this we have to add humans on top of this to make make it more that the kind of thing predator. the ultimate predator yeah <laughs> so it's just it's more ridiculousness i think i saw a thing of nintendo hodge chris hodge he he put a thing watching that he watched bank 2 he said he didn't like it as much as the first one because the first one is very focused on the meg and meg 2 is like here's people we're trying to fight and we're trying to fight the meg and okay. So it's a little bit more disjointed in that way. But if you look at it as this is just a cheesy schlocky horror and I'm just going to watch this for how stupid it is and how stupid ways people die, then you're going to have a great time. I also enjoyed Meg 2. It's definitely a movie that I would watch with like friends. It's it's a friends movie night. Okay. <clears throat> well, I, I did watch less things. The last thing that I'm still currently watching because I haven't made it through the season and there's more <laughs> seasons is Spin City. I've heard of this show, Spin City. I've heard Michael this. J. Fox. Okay. I just I remember seeing it on TV and for some reason being like, oh yeah, I should watch that again. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how much I watched it as a kid, but somebody must have watched it in my family or something because I remember all these characters and their personalities and stuff. So uh, it's funny. It's hilarious. Like Michael J. Fox is funny and charismatic in it. Um, but uh, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, I enjoy it. I just uh, look at the credits now and I see 
top build cast Charlie Sheen's in it later on, but hmm. not not the new the old seasons. Yeah. Yep. that's about it it's fun it's funny uh, i need to watch more of it it's again it's like a you know a quick show you can watch easily yeah, yeah. <clears throat> only one season no i think there's tons of oh is there more there, okay i just mean like uh, the episodes are fast there's 145, oh, okay, yeah. 145 episodes uh four seasons is that what this is saying here i hate how everybody does something different <laughs> no six seasons so yeah, six seasons long. okay yeah it's pretty long but and uh 24 episodes a season looks no more more season one has no yeah it's 24 24 episodes a season so it's quite a bit to get through but they're only 20 minute episodes is the nice thing right or 22 yeah. minute, whatever you want to call it but uh, and this this uh recording i have of it has ads <laughs> great but they're not the ads from the time frame the show came out oh they're they're... it's from uh what channel is when it, it aired laugh <clears throat> the channel laugh which it was also airing uh repeats of uh, roseanne okay there's ads for roseanne on there and there's ads for dating sites there's one that's literally called uh what was it farmers only and it's a <laughs> dating website for farmers i think i have heard of that actually <laughs> oh boy, that's, a good ad. that's funny and there's there's one that's called uh bbq bot or something like that it's a like a roomba that you put on your barbecue to clean the grill that's hilarious <laughs> there's some really good ads on this side, but, uh, <laughs> and they're a lot repeated too but jeez yeah. pretty funny funny so spin city spin city it's good to know it's good it's, but the spin is that you know they're they're political people they, they work in politics they all work for the the mayor of the town who was voted in and they're just spinning all the problems to make him look good yeah <clears throat> and the guy that does the plays the mayor is also from something else pretty sure he's somebody familiar that very proper speaking voice I <laughs> who he is this is him he looks so different now barry bostwick is what it says no nope, not ringing, not ringing a bell he looks so different now but I'll uh, just show you a picture of this guy. But no, apparently you can't copy pictures on IMDb because they don't want you to do that. So. <laughs> just thought you'd share your screen. I actually said, no, I was going to send it to you on Discord. <clears throat> oh, okay. Maybe, maybe I should share my screen. But uh, anyway, I don't. I should have probably also just checked what else he's been in. But I swear he was on like Seinfeld or something. But maybe I'm crazy. Rocky Horror hmm. Picture Show. Megaforce, that sounds like a cheesy movie. His name was Ace Hunter. He's in Spy Hard. You ever seen Spy Hard? No. That's, uh, um, what's his name? Leslie Nielsen. No. Spoof movie from the, from the 80s, maybe? 80s, probably, yeah. Anyway, Megaforce looks great. I might have to check that out. (laughs) Terrible. I see, anyway, yeah. I, I might maybe I only recognize him from this show because uh, it was on for a long time. Anyway, yeah. I next watched three movies. I just I just realized this now because I'm looking at my plex. Three movies from 2004, back to back to back. Oh, interesting! Did not even realize that they were all from 2004. Uh, the first one I watched, uh, The Alamo, 
with okay. Billy Bob Thornton and Dennis Quaid. Oh. I've always had an interest in Davy Crockett and that story and that that whole thing. When I lived in Texas for two years, like I went to City Alamo. I bought did a coon. Texas for two years. I did live in Texas for two years. Yes. <laughs> Where didn't you live? That'd be a <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I know absolutely nothing about the Alamo. No, nothing. I okay. Just know the term the Alamo. The Alamo. Okay. Well, it is a. It was a mission, a Spanish mission, that was like one of the gateways from Mexico into the states when they were fighting over. Mexico and and states were fighting over Texas, basically. Okay. So the Texans were holding out, holding back General Santa Ana's armies in Mexico, and the Alamo was basically the last stand for them to okay. hold them until the the army could come in and actually get there. So it was a bunch of like volunteers and privateer armies that were there. Okay. It wasn't a regulated army. So Davy Crockett went and joined fought and died there uh so did jim bowie the inventor of the bowie knife oh, okay. he was also there <clears throat> so um yeah i've i've my interaction with davy crockett story has always been through like the walt disney classics that dave that davy crockett so it was okay. weird for me to see like a different version of that I, Billy Bob Thornton playing Billy him. Bob Thornton? Yeah. <laughs> I do like Billy Bob Thornton, though. I don't know what it is, but... Yeah. He's good. He's a good He's a good uh, Davy Crockett. I, it took me a second to warm up to him, but when I did, yeah, he's he's good. So, uh, yeah, it was good. I like the, the depiction of it a little bit better. It is a bit slower. They kind of put a little bit more drama into it, like interpersonal conflicts between officers or non-officers and that kind of thing but of course of course they have to right so hmm. uh, weird yeah, um I know there was a movie for it and I, literally i know the term remember the alamo from remember the alamo yeah from and that that was the like the, cartoons as a kid i don't know <laughs> well see that that was the rally cry when the army finally caught up to general santa ana that was the the rally cry that they used to defeat their army to get everybody remember the Alamo. And that's because they massacred everybody in the Alamo. Like no one lived. Okay. So yeah. And that's when they defeated Santa Ana. Uh, not Santana, not Santana, Santa Ana. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Next, I watched a Nicholas cage adjacent film. Adjacent adjacent. Yes. And this is this is trivia for you. I watched Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Okay. Which I've seen but barely remember. Okay. Starring Jim Carrey and Kate Winslet. Yeah. Fun fact, that role was written for Nicolas Cage. Really? Yes. But I forget for what reason he couldn't do it, and so Jim Carrey took it. And arguably one of his best roles. Huh. Yeah, I do hear people say that it's one of his like his like his best role or his only good not just comedy. <laughs> he plays he plays it very straight. And credit to the director because it was a lot of like what do you call it? Like um almost like gorilla 
filmmaking at times. Like if something was happening, they would just like, okay, we got to do this. And they would grab, they would grab the cast and just run out. Like there's at one point, there's like a dream sequence with like elephants in the street. That wasn't part of the movie. They heard, there was literally a parade happening and they heard there were elephants. And so they went and grabbed everybody and said, run in the streets. God. And they filmed it and they threw it in the movie, that kind of thing. Huh. So it's part of it. Um, and just the way that the director directed Kate Winslet versus Jim Carrey based on their different character types. You said you've seen the movie. Do you, I think you remember, you remember Jim Carrey playing it very straight? I don't remember like okay. anything about it. I, I, sad. I don't even know what year I watched it. It would have been like 2006, I think, or something like that. So yeah, very shortly after it came out then, probably. Maybe it was later, because I don't remember being I don't remember being aware of it when it came out. But I love okay. Jim Carrey is the reason why. Yeah. But, hmm. Um anyways, so this was so Jim Carrey plays it very straight, and Kate Winslet is very like you know, fly by night, you know the hanging her flag wherever the wind blows that kind of thing right um and so the director actually told her this is a comedy act like it's a comedy like he'd take her aside into a room by yourself this is a comedy right this this is how you need to act and then he would take jim carrey in another room and say this is a serious movie you need to act serious right and so both of them were making different movies at the time. They wouldn't talk to each other about what they were making. And so that's why you can see the te- they have chemistry, but you can see the tension how they're acting. Checking his credits and it, it just showed it showed one episode of Flight of the Concords. I thought it was going to be the whole show. He also directed Be Kind Rewind that movie. Do you remember okay, that? Okay, yeah. Yeah. The weird one, but it was decent. It's good. Uh, and then He's also directed a lot of music videos as well. Yeah. This was in that this was in that phase where everyone was experimenting and all the all the music director music video directors were all getting a chance at movies because all the regular movie directors, nothing was hitting. And so they just mm-hmm. you know whoever Fast and Furious got this is that time where I think it was a music music video director that did that, right? And it took off. So that's like okay, this is what we, this is the new hotness. Get all the music director, music video directors in, and get them to direct a movie, and then we got a lot of really cool stuff. So, hmm. and the one dream sequence I think that they did, they he literally filmed it like a music video because they could do that. Like all the effects they did practically because of his music video background and stuff yeah, like that. So Bjork music videos, Chemical Brothers, Daft Punk, Radiohead, Massive Attack, White Stripes. Yeah. Queens of the Stone Age. Directed by Michelle years. Michelle Gondry, by the way. So mm-hmm. yeah, very interesting movie. Um it's good. It again at when you're watching it, sometimes it seems very chaotic, but the more you watch it, the better it gets. This also has like a young Mark Ruffalo in it. Uh Patrick or no. Patrick is his Patrick is his name, yeah. Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. Yeah. This was like right after Lord of the Rings, and he was trying to like right. change, you know, his stereotype or whatever. David he did Cross this in like Sin City, right? Like he was really trying yeah. to break that, break that stereotype that he had coming off of Lord of the Rings. So, I mean, it's no uh, Guns Aikido, but <laughs> Kimbo. <laughs> Kimbo, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, hats off to Daniel Radcliffe. He did the same thing, right? He did Harry Potter. Yeah. He and he had to just get out there and do something different. 
I watched I watched like a YouTube documentary on him and like some of the moves that he's making is he was very smart career wise. So ever seen Dirk Gently. I've I've seen previews, but I've never watched it. No. Yeah. Such a good show. Like I could just sit down and watch that show constantly. I watched the British one as well, but it wasn't quite as good. I think it was just dated or lower budget. But yeah, the 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 Dirk Gently with Elijah Wood was just so good. I literally just deleted it off my hard drive today because uh, <laughs> I need more space. But <laughs> I love the show. I just deleted it. <laughs> it's just so random, but great. Yeah, I need to. Yes. And the, the third like movie. Right oh, sorry, no. up there. That's <laughs> it's up there. A recommendation for you to watch is at least like <laughs> three to five episodes of, of Dirk Gently. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. It's it, it's been on the back burner, but I need to I need to move it up. <laughs> uh the third movie from 2004 I watched was The Aviator. Okay. Right. I <laughs> I watched this mostly because I know for some reason I was like I need to watch more Scorsese movies. Like all those Scorsese movies I've watched I really liked. And I remember watching The Aviator back in the day thinking it was really boring and if when I was a young kid yeah it was boring because it's just people talking mostly. I don't see a lot of the the nuance or why people are doing things the way they are. I didn't have the life experience. I feel like I need to watch a trailer again because just thinking back on it, it sounds to me like it just gives me the mental image of a boring movie biopic. Yeah. And when, when, yeah, when I was younger, that's what I thought it was. But I do like Howard Hughes as a person. I find him as, a, as an interesting person. He's also like, I, I first heard about him through the Rocketeer movie. Okay, yeah. Because he's the one who invents the rocket, supposedly, and that's the. So I'm like, ooh, the Rocketeer. So I, when I was younger, I was like, oh, I watch the Aviator. Yeah. yeah. But it's a very different thing. Uh, Aviator, st- still good, but still a little bit boring. Okay. So, that's that's my takeaway. But it's still, I mean, this freaking movie though, it's ridiculous. It's yeah, it's a top bill cast. Like everybody's in it, but it, it's Scorsese, so. Yeah. So, I'll let you take a couple now. I I literally watched nothing else this. Nothing week. else? Okay. No, I just read job postings. <laughs> job postings all day. I'll start reading some job postings to you. Cause... No, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I did, and like I did that last month too. Oh but, man. Uh, yeah. And the month, gotta, or the half a month before that, but you got to put movies on that second screen, man. Just have them going. <laughs> well, that's what I've been doing with Spin City, and it doesn't work. It just oh, doesn't work. That's fair. I, when I'm reading a job posting, I need to really be thinking about how I can make myself fit in that role, or argue that I fit in that role, or whatever else it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> fair. Tedious. Well, then next, I watched. A, I rewatched a movie that I've watched several times, but not this version of it. I watched Waterworld again. Because <laughs> I, I like Waterworld. But <laughs> why did you watch it again? Did you not just watch it last year? Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> or, or or this year. I don't remember what it was. But yeah, I anyways, about it. I forget what it, I forget when it was. But anyways, I was on a YouTube thing. And it's one of those like, here's everything you didn't know about Waterworld videos. Okay. Cams up. So I'm just like, I was doing dishes or whatever. I'm like, oh, sure. Click on this. And in it, they mentioned that there is basically a director's cut of Waterworld. 
where a lot of stuff got cut out. Like almost 90 minutes has been cut out for the theatrical yeah, I've release. Heard of that. Part of the reason why the movie costs so much to make, right? Yeah, because it was so long. Yeah. And they cut most of it out for the theatrical version, which is what we've all watched. Yeah. Anyways, this director's cut isn't commercially available. But fans have gone through and found all the different versions of it, like TV recordings, you know, whatever, Laserdisc. It's almost like the despecialized oh. versions of whatever. Yeah, yeah. They found the VHS, the extended, whatever. They've, they've taken all these things and they've cut them all together, and it's called the Ulysses Cut. Oh. Waterworld, the Ulysses Cut. I couldn't find a torrent for it, but it is available on Internet Archive for free. Oh, interesting. So you can watch it there. It is a long movie. It is uh-huh. th- three hours long. Okay. Versus, like, what's regular Waterworld? Like, an hour and 20? <laughs> like, <laughs> so this adds a lot. And I, I'm here for it, man. Like, I enjoyed every little bit of Waterworld. It, this, it adds a lot of context about how society works, why people do the things that they do, mm-hmm. you know, why the strategy. Because, I mean, in the... I never thought I was going to come on this stupid podcast. And you're going to tell me the reason why I need to watch Waterworld again. And a longer version of it. <laughs> and I agree with you. <laughs> It's such a good movie. I don't know why. I know. I know why people think it's a bad movie, but I do not agree. I think it is a very good movie. So I like it. I like the movie. Oh, I know you agree with me, but I'm talking to everybody else. Last year too, didn't I? I think you did. Yeah, you watched it very shortly after I did it. You suck. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, if you see the Ulysses cut on my Plex, which it's there, there's something with the coding or whatever like that it doesn't uh, the codec it doesn't plex doesn't like it so it's super choppy so don't watch it on plex go and watch it on internet archive and you can uh, download, download it as a torrent from there yeah re-encode it too much work it's there <laughs> just go and look it up on internet archive so i download it so i have a copy of it but it's it's good and a lot of the actually a lot of the major plot holes that happened in the movie that everyone complains about in the theatrical release are explained in this version like there's whole sections cut out of him doing something the end where they where they land find dry land like that whole bit is extended it's not just we're on dry land i'm leaving bye it's you know he's there for a while he's you know he's building a boat and things like that and the whole ending and yeah it's yeah it's it's good nerd talk and you're on archive.org and you went to download it did you download the h264 IA version or the MPEG-4? I don't remember which one I downloaded. Is it 1 gigabyte or is it 2.8 gigabytes? I don't... Man, why you ask me this on air? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I can just find it from your own, from your Plex because it'll probably tell me the size if I go to the properties of the file, but I, just, I was just curious it if is, the other one would not two, have that issue. 2.76 gigabytes. Okay, so that's the bigger one. I wonder if the other one plays better. Maybe. Okay. Well, as we find out, I don't know what yeah. IA even is, H264IA, but it's only one way to find out, I guess. I guess. So, anyways, Waterworld. Go watch it. <laughs> Go watch it again. Pretty well. Apparently. <laughs> 
and then one of the days I was sitting here, I actually was listing stuff on eBay. I actually went through and I, I brought a stack of stuff out. I listed like 10 things while I was watching a movie. And that movie was The Expendables. The Expendable Four, Expendables Four is coming out either this year or ne- early next year. So I was like, I need to watch the Expendable movies movies again. So I watched The Expendables One. I remember not enjoying the first one that much. Watching half watching it this time while I was doing something else, it was great. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, yeah don't, don't put too much thought into it. Is my thought. Yeah, yeah. And I, yeah. I I do remember the the first one is rough, right? They're trying to they're trying to figure out the tropes they want to play with. So hadn't quite got there. I remember the second one being a lot better. So I'll need to get there, but haven't got there yet. Okay. Yeah. I didn't watch anything, so I can't tell you anything else. Oh, I did uh, just put some things some things on uh, Facebook Marketplace. I started putting uh, VHS tapes that I have. Mm-hmm. here on there and uh there was a bunch that i don't know if i said or not but we were driving home from my parents place and going through this small town and there's a box of vhs tapes and some of them were sealed so i grabbed the sealed ones and left the rest behind and in the sealed ones there was like blade runner director's cut uh golden eye fugitive all sealed tapes so i put those on facebook I, I i took them to that game that uh vhs swap thinking maybe i could work some kind of deal if someone had tapes recorded off tv with commercials yeah. nobody did so i didn't bother uh, asking anybody but i did post these on facebook marketplace the other day and i uh, had somebody come by today and buy goldeneye and blade runner okay uh, ten dollars each. No, he I I he asked if he if I could do five dollars each because I listed them for ten each. He's I said someone else is already interested in Goldeneye because they wanted me to ship to Masaga, but uh, I said if you to take both for fifteen, I'd be good with that. So he picked them up, and it turns out he's one of the guys who bought a box of uh recorded tapes off of me like two <laughs> months ago. <laughs> he had just picked up a VCR and was was getting into tapes again so do so you ask yeah, him if he wanted some more recorded tapes <laughs> i should have i should have that's be funny i have his number and everything i could just message him but yeah uh, yeah i have star trek insurrection star trek first contract uh 007 goal, uh, tomorrow never dies mission impossible the first one uh air force one yeah. stepmom actually i lied i also watched air force one while i was at the cottage i forgot you just mentioned it i watched air force one <laughs> But did you watch it on a sealed VHS tape? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, your loss. Your loss. My loss. Air Force One is Air Force One is still good. By the way, Air Force One still good. Still good movie. <laughs> the, the guy clarified when he was picking them up that he is going to open them. Yeah, he's going to watch them. He just That's wanted fine. to watch them. And someone else, the person Mrs. Saga that was messaging me, asking if I could ship it, says he wants to like make sure it's in good condition. How are the seals? Because he's a collector. Yeah, okay. Oh, God, one of these. One of these guys. Uh-oh. Yeah. But when I was at the VHS uh, swap meet, someone had GoldenEye sealed in their boxes. So I told okay. them, I sold mine already to somebody who bought another one, so I'll see if this other person that I saw had one like ha- can get a hold of me, and I'll give them your info or whatever. But yeah. no, one, no one's replied when I posted on the Facebook group or Facebook uh, event for the thing to ask if anyone had who had the golden eye because I have someone interested in it, but no reply. Huh. So, hmm. Yeah. These tape guys, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Wait, 
<laughs> I didn't stutter. I know what I am. <clears throat> I know what you are. <laughs> Even in the abnormal, I'm abnormal. Because <laughs> I want all these retail tapes gone. I don't want them. Get them out of my house. Yeah. Man. I figured I'd post them and see if any sell, and therefore I won't feel bad just getting rid of the rest, right? It's already all profit because it was free on the side of the road. So Yeah. And then a bunch of other tapes I have are, are were free with recorded tapes. So like I went and picked up another box this past like two weeks ago, I think. And I got a box right here actually. Um of recorded tapes. But along with it came a whole bunch of regular movies. Like this guy was obsessed with Tom Cruise and Clint Eastwood for sure. Because they're nice. like 12 Clint Eastwood movies and 10 Tom Cruise movies. <laughs> all three Austin Powers. Hey, he movies. knows a movie star. He knows a movie star when he sees one, all right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or we like Scientology. Who's to tell? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, well, all I have left is Nicolas Cage, so I don't know if you've watched any Nicolas Cage. I have not. What? I gotta give you a chance to catch up. Oh my gosh, man. Is my excuse. <laughs> sure. <laughs> not even one? You've had a whole month, not even one? Not even one. Oh my goodness. This is, this is like a record. Yep. And you still didn't catch up. No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got another one in today, I have but I more spare time when I have a job than when I don't. <laughs> it's because you're working on your own time now. That's why. Yeah, but I'm still technically being paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I took the dive. I drove delve headfirst into Industrial Symphony Number no. One, the oh, dream wow. of the brokenhearted. <laughs> <laughs> How did that have dive feel? Or dive in feel I, I think i broke my neck <laughs> it's a shallow dive it's pretty much exactly as we expected then yes yes and worse um oh, now man. for okay for clarity this is not for me okay this was never meant for me this is not my scene from from all accounts on the in the comments it's a great performance and it's a great show but watching it now how many years later no thanks. I'm not thing. I also put this down as a NA because I do not oh. think it counts as a Nicolas Cage movie. So I may need to not even have to watch it at all. You may not have to watch it. It's only I an was hour. Leaning towards that being the case because it doesn't seem like he does much. He's just the guy on the phone. He's yeah, he's the guy on the phone. But you know which guy on the phone he is? You wouldn't know this, but it's linked. To another movie that we've already seen. Uh, because he's a hopelessly in love with a girl? Yes. Which girl? Also linked to another movie we've already seen. Uh, Elvis Presley's daughter? <laughs> <laughs> Lisa Murray, that's her name. So this I movie, don't... this movie, whatever, this production... Yeah. Starts with Nicolas Cage and Laura Dern talking on the phone. Which, if you remember, is the couple from Wild at Heart. That's what I was going to say. That's the one from Wild at Heart. Okay. So it's from the point where they are breaking up over the phone. Break up. No. He's, but, he's his wife. Yes. So she's his wife. He's the only, the only person he'd sing yeah. to. Yeah. But yeah. 
it happened. It's quote unquote happened. He's the guy on the phone. He's breaking up with her. And so the rest of the production is the emotions happening inside her brain after this phone call. That's what I thought that I'd heard. It was, yeah. I can't remember if I read it or I pictured it. I can't remember. I think I read a brief sentence. It's, it's weird, man. It's weird. There's some weird stuff going on. And that's it. That's all you see is Nicholas Cage saying, it's not going to work out. I love you, baby. Goodbye. It's not going to, it's not you. It's me. That kind of thing. So it sounds like skip it to me. Yeah. It's a skip it for I would say skip it. I watch it. If you want something to do that, that's a definite throw it on the side of the screen. Not when other people are around. Cause there's some topless people running around on that stage. Just so you know, oh, so I should watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Nicholas Cage running around top? Nope, nope, just other people. So, yeah. Anyways, it's it's there. It's on YouTube. Industrial Symphony Number no. One. It was written and directed by David Lynch, who also wrote and wrote and or directed Wild Wild at Heart. So, yeah. When you said it was the two of them, I thought they had to get someone's approval for that, or David Lynch was involved. And- David Lynch did it. Yeah. So just another reason on the I don't like David Lynch stuff, check. Yeah. <laughs> Too weird for the sake of being weird or sake for the sake. I don't, well, it's it's again very artsy. It's a theater. It's a theater theatrical production. It's going to be weird. It's it's a metaphor for other things. It's a dreamscape. Everything's weird. It's just I didn't see it. It's too weird for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, next up, I watch the next one, Zandali, which is, I couldn't find a torrent for, by the way, but we do have the link for it on Tubi TV. So that's where you find it on Tubi, if you want to watch it. Uh, also starring Judge Reinhold, I believe that's his name. Um, basically... Uh, Judge Reinhold is married to Zandali, and then Nicolas Cage shows up, and he's like Judge Reinhold's best buddy. They're working together, and then he, <coughs> surprise, surprise, becomes infatuated with Zandali and must have her yeah. for himself, and then proceeds to do so. Uh, and Reinhold being the guy from Fast Times Rich One High, yes, the boyfriend of the ex-wife and Santa, the Santa Claus that they was just talking about him the other day. <laughs> somebody we met reminded her of him. That's funny. He was in Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2. Yep, I believe so. <coughs> so. I did not know that was his name. Judge, well, Judge Ryan, Judge is like his nickname. I think it's, I don't think it's actually his real name. But, anyways. Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty by the numbers for what you want as like a romantic movie. It's not it's not a comedy. It's like a romantic drama for what it is. Um, but uh, Zandali is um, not known for being modest. I'll say that. She's just topless through half that movie, I should say. There's just... <laughs> I'm just like you wonder why everyone thinks that you're a slut. <laughs> it's just you're doing. <laughs> it's not unfounded. It's not an unfounded accusation. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Zandali. 
I marked that down as a C. It's not very cagey. I wouldn't say that it's he makes the movie better or worse. So it's a C, okay. in my opinion. That, that little soul patch he's got on the cover, man. Oh, yeah, he's... Looks like he's gonna be Zorro or something. Like I get he's he's an artsy guy, right? Like he's he's got the long hair, the soul patch, the whatever. You know, he lives in a apart. He lives in an apartment. The mattress is on the floor, that kind of thing, right? Like the poor poor artist. So, Judge Judge Reinhold's real name Edward Ernest Reinhold Jr. Yep, there you go. And the junior might be why he goes with an alternative first name, right? Perhaps, yeah, it doesn't want to be known as Junior. Yeah. Junior Reinhold is better than Judge Reinhold, or, or better than Junior. Edward, like he doesn't want to be the same first name as his father. Yeah. Yeah. So. And then next, Honeymoon in Vegas. Mm. I watched this one not last night, maybe the night before. And uh, it was good. I actually enjoyed it. It was, is. Nicholas kind of turning into a like more of a comedy role. Like everything he's done so far has been very serious, right? He's trying to be taken seriously. Raising Arizona is a little bit. He's a little bit silly. Like he's a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This has more raising Arizona vibes. Okay. Than anything else I've seen so far. So, <laughs> other than Vampire's Kiss, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> the best one <laughs> uh, yeah again it focuses on you know he's obsessed with one girl although not enough to marry her right away he has commitment issues his mother wouldn't let him I know well, I guess uh, marry yeah. anyone. that's right yeah you won't love them as much as I love you <laughs> there's just some BS reason to have this like hang up basically the whole freaking premise of the movie yeah yeah. Uh, but Elvis, the Elvis thing shows up again. It's oh, got to yeah. be Elvis. He actually, he dresses up like Elvis. The end scene where he is like in the airplane with all the Elvises, I was, I had, that was, I had, it had me chuckling. He was very, he was pretty, not like over cagey, but he had cagey bits where he could overact. Mm -hmm. So for all those reasons, I, I enjoyed it. So I put that one as a B. You had it as a C. I had it as a B. So same difference <laughs> <laughs> well a little bit <laughs> a little bit different so and i almost got to amos and andrew today but i just ran out of time but i, I that would have been four it would have been four for one month well, if we end this in the next 20 minutes maybe you could watch it <laughs> <laughs> it's true <laughs> and bill would be thankful <laughs> get <laughs> Bill says he likes the rest of our podcast, but not when we get to the cage stuff. Then he turns it off. <laughs> ah, okay. So, but I, like I said, I'm I'm looking forward to when he starts transitioning into the action role star. Yeah. In nineties, like late mid to late nineties, is when he starts turning into that. So, that'd be yeah. a good turn. We're in the we're in the early nineties right now. Yeah, we haven't quite hit there. I'm trying to see what the first one is like that. Hmm. Probably Kiss of know. Death. The Rock. Yeah, the Rock probably. was like the big one. The Rock was the one that put him on the map as the action star. Yeah. I'm leaving Las Vegas. What's 
that one. That should take place right after honeymoon in Las Vegas. I know it should, right? Because that's what you do is you leave after you. Yeah. There, and then what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. I've never seen leaving Las Vegas. I don't know. I've never seen Kiss of Death either. Trapped in Paradise definitely is not that. It's a more actiony movie, but it's a comedy too. So yeah, I've seen that one. It's funny that all all the good Guarding stuff. Where pets? I... Is he a security or is a, a bodyguard? I don't know. I think so. Yeah, he's like a U.S. first lady, former first lady. So he's Secret Service bodyguard. Hmm. So that might be. Maybe that could be good. Yeah. No, he probably falls in love with her. No, she's an old lady. Yeah. Well, I don't see the problem. <laughs> <laughs> possible it's true it is called guarding test <laughs> it's it's funny just looking at the list here i can definitely see like i think you've missed a couple of the the big ones here where he actually was the action star you just haven't seen them yeah yeah the big ones so oh i've seen the rock and con air and face off i just don't recall oh okay i'm in a caginess scale i also forgot to put night or eight millimeter i've seen all those Okay. Gone in 60 seconds. The Family Man. Wicker Man. Where's Wicker Man? There's Wicker Man. So you just haven't marked them as you haven't seen. You just haven't marked them. Okay. I just thought you hadn't seen them. I'm like, you missed a big chunk. No, I've seen them. I haven't seen a bunch of them, but I've seen those ones. Sure. Yep. It'll be coming up soon. (laughs) Still are behind me, though. I'm I'm catching up at this rate. You got four major or four ones in the next grouping. Yeah. I'll hopefully get four done for the next episode. That's my plan. And then I'll uh, decide to take a couple days off not working and watch all his movies. And just there you go. <laughs> this stays a, a wipe. <laughs> Very cagey wipe. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I forgot to also mention, I I started, while I was doing my uh, listing stuff, I started rewatching Oz, the HBO show Oz. Yeah, I, I, I swear, was that not on Showcase when we were... I've only known it on HBO, but I never had HBO, I've only downloaded the torrents worth it, but... but. Yeah, this is definitely the show I remember, because I remember it being on Showcase, which would show, like, you know, some nudity and stuff. Yeah. And the one time I remember putting that show on, because I'm like, what is this? And I swear I was like 14 years old or something. When is what year did this even come out? I don't know. Anyway, I remember putting it on, and like literally there is a man behind bars in prison, and a security guard woman comes over and gives a blowjob. I believe, yeah, I believe that's in the show. That's like the <laughs> one part I remember seeing. So this came out in 97. Yeah. And ran till 2003. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So it's it's definitely a show that shows its age. Like its editing is very like, you know, I could probably edit this show the same way that it is edited right now, right? Like it's it's like using a lot of like, you know, quick quick pans or like off kilter camera shots and quick okay. quick pans, that kind of thing. Um, it's trying to be kind of, it's an artsy prison show. Like it's trying to be 
they have like the narrator guy in the wheelchair that is talking about something that would happen like love how does love work outside and here how does love present itself in prison versus outside and what would you do for love in the prison and what would you do for your family that kind of thing but they're doing it in a way like he's in a spinning chamber and it's it's very like on the nose it's very like 90s kind of cheesy okay it's almost I would consider like the worst part of the show when you're actually like in the show watching the prisoners trying to interact and navigate everyday life, especially new people. That's part of interesting. Granted, I do have a fascination with prison movies and shows, so I'm inter- I watched the show a long time ago, like when I was before I was married, a living apartment by myself. I watched Oz. I never finished it, but I remember seeing something about how Oz and it Oz also like paved the way. This is what I watch is like uh, how Oz paved the way for TV shows to become what they are now. Like they're more gritty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they're showing a lot more things than, than they than they were allowed to. It pushed the boundaries, uh, especially for HBO. Like H, the, HBO took a big gamble on that show. So, uh, and it paid off. And so that's why I was just like, Oh yeah, Oz, I kind of want to watch that again. So, between Oz and The Wire, again, The Wire, I've only watched like up to season two, so I need to, I want to finish Oz, and I also want to go back and watch The Wire again. So, and The Wire, from what I like, watch The Wire, always meant to. I keep the first season of The Wire is probably one of the greatest seasons of of TV I've ever seen. Like, it's really good. But I hear it's super rough, like bad acting and stuff, though. Too at like, parts, it can be, yeah, or... but okay. yeah, but it's still a very good show. So. I get so. Yep. It was a, a, a back when podcasts were new, and people started coming out with video podcasts. I forget what the name was then, but anyway, there was a one called Totally Rad Show from this guy who used to be on the Screensavers on G4 TV, which was I forget what the Canadian version was before that which bothers me now. But anyway, basically nerdy people. <laughs> yep. And one guy on the show, Alex, I can't remember his last name, was on Totally Rad Show. And they had this video podcast uh, where they basically reviewed movies and stuff like that. And where the hell did I get to this from? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, waiting, I'm waiting for the thread to connect. <laughs> right? What were you just talking about? Now? Oz, HBO, The Wire. Oh, The Wire. So okay. the one guy on the show who was an actor always recommended the, uh, the wire and the shield. Those were the two movies. He said, anybody who likes like cop shows at all has to go see those mm-hmm. two. Okay. The shield he loved, but um, yeah. And the other guy on the show, so it was the actor guy. I forget his name, which bothers me. And then there was Alex. And then the third guy was Daniel Trachtenberg, who is now a director and directed Cloverfield. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right, it was weird of the follow up. Maybe it was the follow up. Remember the follow up? It was about the house, like one Cloverfield rain or something. Yeah, Cloverfield. Yeah, one Cloverfield. Okay. Directed, but he was on this podcast show. It was pretty cool. Interesting. Cool. Him having done that years and years later. Yeah. Yeah. The Shield. eh? I was. I never heard great things about the Shield, but maybe I should check it out. I started watching the Shield actually because of the two of them, the Wire and the Shield. The Shield sounded more more of what i'd like than the than the wire just the wire was the the people talking about the amateur stuff of it at times yeah maybe i, think maybe I shouldn't but oh yeah it was 10 cloverfield lane that he, he directed yeah 
He also directed some of one episode of Black Mirror. He directed one episode of The Boys and he directed Prey 2022. Prey. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. yeah. That came out last year. Obviously, twenty twenty two. There he is in Totally Rad Show, which has an IMDb page. Uh, Alex Albrecht and Jeff Kanata. That's the other guy. Jeff was okay. talking about the shield and the wire. Yeah. I loved that show. Like when I did create videos for two dorks, I always tried to make it similar to what they did on Totally Rad Show, where they'd always have like an image of what you're talking about. Come okay. on the screen so you know what they're talking about. Which yeah. was revolutionary at the time when they were doing it because no one else was doing that. And even <laughs> green screens in the background for your movie review show. But yeah. Yep. Yep. For six years. 2007 is when it started. Wow. That's really. First movie they've reviewed? No. No, that's just. I thought the first was. Uh... I said Tremors at first, but no, it wasn't. It was something else. Yeah. Aquatine Hunger Force and stuff like that. <laughs> Cooking Mama Cook Off. <laughs> yeah. A classic. Yeah. Instant classic, even. <laughs> classic. Uh, yeah. So, well, I, I would totally go back and watch their show if I could find it. I don't know where the heck you'd find it these days. Yeah. I'm sure you can find it if you looked hard enough. Yeah, you of all people could find it, Eric. You of all people. They definitely could. It's, they probably have it posted on YouTube. Yeah, yeah probably. There's a YouTube channel, so oh, it's so good. Even the <laughs> intro of the um, Rev Revision Three podcast or television network they call it, which was the like online video podcast network that they were a part of. That logo is freaking nostalgia for me from back then. <laughs> Crazy. It's funny. Yeah. Um, a lot of the movies that I'm watching, I should say. I'm still going through, or I'm hearing about and going through the lists of the Cinefix Top 100 podcasts. Mm-hmm. So, any movie that's on there that I haven't seen, I'm watching, listening to the podcasts. So, and that's been good. They have a really, really good discussion on there, and a lot of movies that are really good. So, that's one of the reasons I watched Eternal, Eternal, Shun, the Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. You did not. I will sure you die. Yeah, <laughs> Oops. <are> you doing? <laughs> I, hit, I, I opened my podcast app to look at. I wanted to get the actual uh, name of the Cinefix, and then I hit play. Apparently, so. Nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, uh, we'll just go through our podcasts on here and just read out all the. Podcasts this is the one I'm. Yeah. <laughs> you imagine. <laughs> Where did I even leave my phone? Jesus. Oh, it's over there. I muted it. That's why. Turn off my yeah. ringer and stuff. Um, anyways, the next one on my list to watch is from them is Sunset Boulevard, which is an old one, but apparently it's very good. So, okay, we'll get there. I will believe you because I don't <laughs> expect to watch it. <laughs> well, you'll find out next month after I tell you. <laughs> 1950? Something yeah, it's like an that? old one. Yeah, it's an old one. Okay, I was gonna say it sounds familiar, but it sounds old, and there's why. But apparently it's, it's still it's still relevant. So there's a couple of them I've heard that are old like that that, that people say are still relevant that I have on my list to check out. Yeah. A couple recently I downloaded and I cannot remember what they are because my Plex server is not working right now with dead hard drive and stuff. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah. I I went on a tear and downloaded a bunch of um 
like 80s sci-fi action movies. Okay. But I haven't gotten around to watching any of them yet. But they're on my they list. They came out in 2004. Yeah, they all came out in 2004. <laughs> yeah. But like... Uh, let me read through. Oh, I also went through and got a bunch of Schwarzenegger movies that I was missing for some reason. Well, if anybody <laughs> needs resume updating tips or interviewing tips, let me know. You got it? Okay. I got that covered. <laughs> <laughs> or, or even job search spreadsheet tips, Eric. Come on. <laughs> I got you covered. Yep. Uh, yeah. Well, does that do an episode? You got anything else? I I don't have anything else. No. All right. I don't do things. Maybe I should look at my calendar and see if I, what I did, but <laughs> I, no, probably not. No. Oh, uh, before we finish, I did. I found a game in the garbage that I started playing. Actually, started. I played I it last. I played it last night actually with some friends. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Oh yeah, I have that for. Do Switch. you? Yeah. I found it for in the garbage for PS4. Yeah. And I was playing three players yesterday, and it was a hell of a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. I mean, it's not the same playing against my kids, but yeah, pretty cool. It was, yeah, really fun. So, especially yeah. we started doing the swap mode where you're playing one game of Puyo Puyo, and, you, and then it, after like 10 seconds, it switches to Tetris, and okay. then it switches back to Puyo, and you have to, yeah. like, you do one, it affects the other. And there's quite a bit of strategy that goes into it, and it's it gets very technical. I I didn't win very often, but when I did, boy, did it feel great. So, uh, last Saturday, which was Bear Game Exchange, yep. I went to the World of Retro Computing Expo, downtown Kitchener. Oh, okay. Waterloo. Yeah, downtown Kitchener, and uh, it was basically just a bunch of nerds, <laughs> like a lot actually, set up a whole bunch of old computers, and. Uh, there's even a couple guys that set up old computers for gaming and they made a LAN area. Oh, nice. For like old school Doom and stuff like that. That was pretty cool. I actually realized I knew one of the guys from, he was a friend of another friend. Um, but lots of nerds setting up old, old computers that some of them had like um, emulation hard drives. So like they have like a micro SD card that plugged into a floppy drive emulator. Oh, so okay. Old, like, uh, Commodore systems and stuff like that. So you, yeah. you know, fusing the old with the new and stuff like that. They had raffles to win stuff. They had vendors selling old hardware and stuff like that. There was a free bin of old hardware too that I was debating on looking in, but I didn't really bother. There's nothing I saw that was good. Uh, they had a lot of game systems set up for playing. They had old NES and SNES there for playing as well with Duck Hunt. My son played Duck Hunt and loved it. I really got to hook that up for him on his TV in his room. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was neat to see and. A lot of vendors seem like they came from Toronto area, but it's oh. the world of retro computing expo. I don't know if it's a local thing only. Uh, I did look back and realized whew, that they've been doing this for a few years around here anyway. So kind hmm. of Never heard of it. that's something Troy might like. And uh, James, maybe even you know, Troy's been trying to get into the old PC stuff and yeah. in Windows machines. They they didn't go back to Windows much, but there was there was definitely people that had the old machines there. There was also an old Macintosh there that uh, had the, the the Sims running on it, the Sims One. And my <laughs> daughter got on it for like five minutes and she would not leave. 
10 minutes later, she's still sitting there playing the Sims, just building a house. <laughs> <laughs> so we got home and I'm like, you know, I have that game. Like I have the Sims one. I own the Sims one, two, three, and four is free to play now. Yeah. All on EA origin or EA. Yeah. Origin. origin yeah. Man, I don't remember if it still is or not, but anyway, I have all of them. So I fired up Sims four for her. And then my son's like, Oh, can I play too? So on his computer, I hooked it up as well on his account on yeah. EA and put it on the TV for him with a mouse and keyboard. And they're both just playing the Sims last Sunday, I think. And I literally like Cynthia's busy doing stuff, making lunches and suppers and stuff like that. And I'm like, let's just let them play. Who cares? There's no harm they can do. She's like, is that game? Okay. I'm like, yeah, my daughter's kids play, or my sister's kids played it for years uh, and anything like they go to the bathroom it's all blurred out yeah i think when they like go to make a baby it's kind of obfuscated as well yeah like, you don't see anything in yeah the bed or if it's a twirly motion or like blurred out or what it is but either way you got to do a lot of work before you get to that point anyway i don't think your kids are yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> other things. My, my son was like looking up a guy and a girl that lived in the house because I, I built a family of or a group of four people who are all like roommates but not family and yeah. he like made the guy and the girl start dating and stuff but it's pretty funny <laughs> nothing got that far yeah yeah so yeah sims is fun sims four and it's free to play so just Go, Just go and play it origin and play it for free don't buy all the add-ons or do if you want to support them <laughs> support ea they need more money yeah of course they need more money and they make <laughs> the best stuff right they do they do <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's anything else probably did but i'm probably missing something too but off the top of my head i can't think of anything did you buy any more mini bikes you didn't tell us about no just the one just the one yeah so because it could have been easily a surprise that you did it could have been i was looking at buying a third one but it never happened so <laughs> uh, my my real plan was to buy another one so that my son could ride one and i could ride the other one but then this one yeah. showed up i'm just like this is too good of a deal it's too big for him but yeah you need like a 50 cc for him or what just uh i'll just get like the so i have the like the, like i said i'm getting the rb 200 the bt 200 i just need to get the like the rb 100 okay yeah so i wasn't sure if you had to go down to a 50 cc or a 100 cc yes well i mean the 100 cc is it's not a it's not a true 100 cc because it's it's governed and limited and it's not it's true that's true. yeah so when I was a kid, we had a Honda, like a 1981 Honda 50cc mini bike. Yeah, and those things would go pretty quick too. If you that, that thing would go faster than these mini bikes would go. So, yeah, and I rode it full tilt when I was a kid. I don't remember how old I was, but it was definitely before grade four. So, yeah, probably grade two or grade three. <laughs> yeah. Well, if you get a call from me saying meet me at a construction site, you'll know what we're doing. That's true. It won't be it won't be any question at all. It'll be okay. See you there. <laughs> Bring your helmet. <laughs> I should just keep it in my car all the time in case you call it. You just never know. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening now. Okay, I'll meet you there. So arranged. Well, happy uh happy anniversary, by the way. We're coming up in October. When this comes out, oh yeah, our <laughs> don't forget that. Yeah, <laughs> don't forget. <laughs> no, I was just wondering what anniversary you and I had because it's the podcast anniversary. Or oh, yeah, that's well, that's coming too in a couple months. I just you just gotta get ahead of it, you know. Yeah. So, yeah, marriage anniversary coming up, and uh, happy Halloween. We're not gonna talk to anybody till Halloween, November first. So Halloween will be happening, but. 
We'll talk about all the Halloween decorations. I'll probably post stuff up on Twitter of that because we enjoy Halloween. Here. You do, yeah. We're and I gotta decorate for Halloween very soon. I gotta start uh, getting my my scary movie lineup going here. Oh yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna watch yet, but I gotta I gotta work on it. So, and I've been meaning to play a scary game too. That's got we'll see if that happens. So. Yeah, Costume Quest. Costume Quest 2. I did that last year. I did it last year. <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. But they're also good. If you haven't played Costume Quest 1 or 2, go play those. So. Yeah. All right. We'll see you all in November. Might be snow on the ground. Probably. <laughs> Maybe I'll have a job. Maybe I'll have a job. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Toes, too. <laughs> Don't talk about toes. That's a different website. (laughs) All right, bye. (laughs) 